What is going on, everybody? You are listening to episode 153 of the OKB's podcast, a weekly show where we get together to talk about the biggest topics in video games and nerd culture. I'm one of your hosts, Alex Van Aken, and this week I am joined by Ian Prashel. What is going on, Ian? Choose your house. Defend it with honor. Are you horny, a cop, or a murderer? I am a murderer coward i chose the black eagles that's not whoa that's first of all they should not be called the black eagles <laughs> why would you say black that way <laughs> they're the, <laughs> i soar above the, the sky black eagles the like, black okay. eclipse Eagle. out the sun that's your boy it's uh we're also joined bad, bad house <clears throat> for bad people by my stepfather himself brandon wilson what is going on brandon what's happening man nothing much how are you oh man you doing I good? Am, I am just ecstatic that Man, I, me too. I don't that I don't have uh, kidney stones. I'm ecstatic <laughs> about that. Hey, hey, he made it. Mazel tov. That was a big scare last week, huh? Yes, it was. Because I know yeah, what dude. you've been through, and I did not want that. No offense. Yep. You you handle it like a champ, or at least to, I don't. to the degree that yeah. I know about it. <laughs> I don't. Kayla was telling me the other day, she's like, you're so dramatic when you get sick. When you have kidney stones, you're rolling on the floor. I'm like, because it's, it's like <laughs> kidney stones, man, what? kidney stones are my greatest fear. Because I just imagine, Brandon, this is what I imagine you to be That's last me week. Too. Like I imagine I imagine you to be like over the toilet, just like hanging there with like five different holy books open. You got like the Bible, you got the Quran, you got whatever like the Buddhists use. You got the first issue of um, Naruto there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Wikipedia. Like you just got all the holy books. Wikipedia. And just try to fi- well, see, find a way. No, nah, this wasn't like this wasn't like somebody stabbed an ice pick in in my kidney area. It was like I've had this nagging pain for like a week solid. And usually, if if I've got a pain, I you know I'm of the thought that it should go away fairly quickly. If it doesn't go away in two or three days, then it starts to get a little concerning to me and then at about a week mark that's when i start to like i'm like hmm maybe this is something really bad Mm. but thankfully they didn't find anything and the pain for the most part is almost entirely gone now so i'm 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 you must have just pulled a back muscle when you're pooping one day maybe so i mean sometimes i sometimes i gotta hunker down yeah, sometimes it sounds I push out and I Man. literally see stars. I'm like, this is wild. <laughs> Bro, you gotta eat so much to bring up poop on the Excuse show. <laughs> it's it's funny that you bring that up too, because at, at work, like we really laugh about it because there's there's people at work that are sitting in the stall and I I can't tell whether they're lifting weights or, <laughs> or pressing one out. I hate I dude, I hate so much when poop gets brought up on podcasts. It's like one of my, it's like one of the worst Listen, things. Listen, man. It's human because well the thing is like it's the I'm most at, human thing about us I would argue well it, I mean it is Incorrect. and this it's the it's it's the great equalizer too because when I think of equalizer. like no it is because like legit I would think of like I have this thing right often I think of the fact that Obama has really like hard poops sometimes like <laughs> yeah. sometimes like Obama <laughs> like sometimes Obama is struggling and that is like that's the thing that kind of like I don't know makes everybody human to me is that I just yeah. I just imagine that but the reason I hate that's I, true. Despite me talking about poop right now, the reason I hate listening to poop on podcasts is because, like, 
I, sometimes I listen to podcasts and I have to go and it, it just makes it worse. And so people that listen to this podcast, they have to go right now. They're like listening to this being like, why? You better like run. Just, like they're listening to it. Well, you like, better why? get up from your desk and, and start walking. <laughs> you understand. You, you don't want to make a scene. You think when Obama it's is time. having a rough poop time, he's like, no. Oh, uh, no. Now poop. You want to know what's <laughs> disgusting? Corporate America. Oh, by the way. Welcome, blessing. Hello. <laughs> what? Oh. You know, what? What is that? Was that supposed to be? <laughs> I, think, anyways, I, don't, I don't know if anyway, Obama was known for corporate America. Alex Van Aken. Corporate America. Hold on. Why do you also... Let me just get this out of the way. Okay, you go, Alex. I have to say something about... Corporate America blessing. has the most disgusting people in the world. Uh, I once walked True. into a corporate... I once walked into uh, a, a very giant bank that I worked at. Ooh. Thousands of people worked at this bank. Ooh. It, it rhymes <laughs> with... Hun bust TNC, hun and, bust. Uh, and hun bust. I walked into the bathroom and there was literally poop smear. Oh on my the stall. god! Must we continue with the? And poop? on my on my last day, I printed. I went to you I did that out. As a way I printed out. I printed out a bunch of flyers and I taped them up all over the bathroom and I said. Corporate America is filled with pigs oh, man. who don't know how to wipe their ass. I don't. And so I taped viewers. it all everywhere. I was like, I'm tired of this. Wait, is, this is this how you're telling us that you're going to start um, working for Bernie Sanders on the low? Like, what oh, is my this? gosh. <laughs> Corporate America is pigs. Anyways, like I said, we're joined by Blessing, Eddie O.A. Jr. Blessing, hello. Alex Van Aken. Yes. What is your favorite tea? Um, what? Your favorite tea? type of tea to drink you know the, the tea that you you know the hot beverage i, I don't <laughs> like tea you don't like tea i go with the lowercase i mean if i'm gonna get tea i'm gonna mix it with lemonade <laughs> sorry i mean that's a kind of that's a i mean dude literally like last week maybe this week actually like a few days ago i um i made some tea and i have some lemon juice that i keep i just like squirted some lemon juice in the tea put some sugar in there Ooh, it was fire yeah man half lemonade have unsweetened tea Unsweetened? Do it. No. Yeah. That's why you don't like tea. Sweeten. No, sweet tea is gross. You're oh what? Alex. Sweet Dude. tea is gross. I start You're my I start my day me. off every single day. I don't drink coffee. That's a lie. I drink coffee every now and then. Um, but I stopped drinking coffee because coffee gave me the poops. Um Ooh. so it all ties together. Um but uh I found tea to be a wonderful alternative. And also this this is probably because I work um i work for starbucks and so like the i get free tea and coffee uh at the office um mm. and so like we have and like the, the tea is actually pretty extensive because starbucks owns tivana um and so basically we get like different types of tivana tea in the office kitchens or whatever um and so like it's like all it's like ranked from like most caffeine to least caffeine different flavors all that stuff right and i always go for the um uh it's called it's called rev up tea is what's on the the tea packet but like i, Plus, I that's i'm pretty sexual, sure that's a sexual stimulant that you buy from 7-eleven why are you why are you drinking that in the morning? <laughs> i mean hey man sometimes you gotta, you gotta get going when it's, when it's 9 a.m in the morning and you gotta do some work but no like it's pretty much earl gray tea but like man mix some sugar with that get the right um the right temperature on that uh on that water man it's, it's gonna be a smooth day mm. blessing why do you start every opening with alex van aken and then Alex says, yes. And then you go, something. And then Alex because, is like, wow, really? And then you're like, man, I, I'm trying to tell you that this is how it is. And then Alex is like, hey, man, you know, that's how it is. 
That I'm telling you right now, everyone that's who's what ever our listeners listen to this demand show, from us. Go back to every time Blessing has ever said Alex Van Aken, and then take that format that I just gave you and and see if that applies it really to every is that. conversation. It really it's a is brand. Really every conversation. It's a brand. <laughs> but like also, like I didn't do it one week. And people, people pointed it out. People were like, "Hey, why didn't Blessing do the Alex Van thing? I was like, "I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I just like, pot, I, don't, I just, I'm just here. This is my mm-hmm. third day out here, man. <laughs> I'm just, chill- I don't know, man. I'm just chilling out here. They're right. slipping. The chemistry is falling apart. Yep, it is. <laughs> this is a great, this is a great episode so far. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Alex gives up way too early. Right now, I think we're, I think we're, we're bad in a hundred right now. I think that Alex is see every, there's always a, a role that everyone has to play and I think that now with our current dynamic now that I'm back Alex can't be a psychopath anymore and he has to be relegated to the tired one so whenever I say anything I'm like hey man the horny circle Alex is like okay and then it's, it's, yeah. it's <laughs> like, instead of being like damn man I love titty like before back when I was gone I gotta strange. be the straight man you know well, it's, it's weird because like usually I feel like I don't know I feel like forever I've been the one that's like the podcast has to go this way. It has to be great. It has to be this. And I feel and like, I think Alex is kind of taking over that role, which is like, I don't know if it shocked me, but no, I don't know, man. It's, it's called, I'm the host. I'm the man that's yeah, in charge. I'm the, and I got to be man. responsible. You just got to chill, man. You just got to chill. Well, we're, here, we're here to have fun. And I cannot chill. I, I have a thousand word document in front of me that tells me exactly how this show should go. And if I deviate one millisecond off of that, then the show falls apart. We're going to lose so our... Excuse me. That's while I sit here and try to keep for. order they for what is happening they in the show. Have you, did you read this, the book in high school? You know what, what book, book I'm talking the about. The Bible? Things fall apart. Oh. What? What book? things fall apart wait isn't wait wait nah. wait is, is that, that the one the, is it the where African the man one? and woman <laughs> is it the man with the man and the woman yes it's the book and they the man and they and, the and uh <laughs> she, the, it starts off my english teacher was had some really weird books and we read this one and it started out and she was like his body fits into mine oh, like a puzzle God. piece. I haven't, like I haven't read Things Fall Apart as he thrusts into years. me I was in oh I was God. a senior and I was like oh my gosh I mean, it's let me wild. Look up things fall apart. Things fall apart is a novel written by Nigerian author Chinua Achebe. Yes, hey, I've read that, that before. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Alex, I didn't read a lot of the you, books that people often recite. Was it just recite. you and your teacher in the room when when y'all were reading this book? <laughs> no, no, it was a very awkward where we had to read out loud. It was very creepy, dude. I remember. I remember. Oh, that's even creepier. I remember. I took like read, a, it, read it slowly in your sultry voice. His body throbbed as I thrusted oh, myself no. in. Dude, why are you reading why the are you, puzzle piece? Why are you reading, we'll, we'll, my, why are you reading we'll get to video uh, games soon. <laughs> but one, I also, I gotta say, speaking of all uh, reading things out loud awkwardly in school, uh, I took a speech class in high school, um, and for one one assignment, we had to like read out like a news story in front of the class, um, which I mean leads to where I'm at right now. But anyway, in the news story, they mentioned <laughs> Farrah Fawcett, um, and while I was reading it, I pronounced I pronounced her name Farrah <laughs> Fawcett. And legit, oh, no. I just I couldn't stop. I, I read that, and somebody, in the, somebody, somebody, I read that. Somebody in the class like had like a like a small snicker, like wait what, right? And I and I realized what I had just done, and I could not stop laughing like while reading the rest. Like I read it, and I realized, and I legit, I just like, I just like couldn't hold it together. And I was just laughing throughout the rest of the speech. It was great. Speaking it was a great of, time. Speaking of speeches, hey blessing. What if you read that speech with your feet? Hey, hey, that's a recurring bit. It's like a yeah. It's like I'm a Blizzard developer. Oh, reading that story oh, with your feet. Oh, man, man. There you go. See, like you guys put me in this spot. These, this is great content. This is a medical condition I have, Alex. I have no excuse. <laughs> Talk to blessing. 
Also, what did the story about the book have to do with me me hosting the podcast? Um Oh, things fall apart. Something <laughs> because falling you lost apart. Me. Um, well, no, you're talking about how like the thing Paul um like this podcast falls apart or whatever. Oh, uh, and then you're like, like, have you read the novel like, Things yeah. Fall Apart? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Got it. it all makes sense now. Yeah. There we go. This is cohesion. This is cohesion. Everything comes together. We got we t- we tied together tied together the poop. We tied together this podcast falling apart. We um talked about somehow food. haven't gotten to video games. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of things that that come together, let's talk about Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yo, you know people are coming together in that game. You know what I'm saying? Three houses coming together. Oh, I was talking about something else. Respectable people in the industry listen to this podcast. Mm, I meant coming together. I meant coming together under a certain banner to you know push their unite um, and fight for an agenda. Exactly. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I'm right on the same page. Yeah, me and Alex, man, same person. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. People with kids listen to this podcast, <laughs> they and they're in the car right now listening to it. Like, oh, Dad, maybe they won't. Maybe Dad, they won't realize. Daddy, what's it? You know what? I'm not gonna edit that out. What's fire? Why, why does he do those things with his feet, Daddy? Oh gosh! <laughs> why is he reading the novelization of Things Fall Apart with his feet, Daddy? <laughs> all right, Ian, tell me about Fire Emblem. So, Fire Emblem. How, how far in are you? First of all, um, not not that far because I mean. This game has a lot of stuff going on. Um, it, yeah. it feels like when there's open days to do stuff, it feels like you have like so many things you need to do, not even things you want to do. Um, so I'm not really, I'm not really that far. Out. See, I already when you say that, and I'm like, oh, I'm playing this game so wrong. What do you mean? I'm gonna like, my all my people are gonna die. I mean, I just, I'm just like, oh yeah, sure, I'll I'll plant a plant in the garden. <laughs> you Why not? You want to go out to eat, bro? Petra? Yo, you don't get to eat Edelgard? Petra's, like, Petra's sure. Day. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, like, doing activities because they sound fun. Yeah, I, I don't think necessarily that it's as... Maybe it is. Okay, I'll say this statement, then I'll try and understand it as I'm talking about it. I don't think it's as punishing as Persona is, right, where you have six characters, and if you don't say exactly the right response to something then you're never you're never going to be able to use that character to the best of its ability right i don't think yeah. it's that bad right we're like whereas in persona right where it's like uh not josuke what's his name ryuji is like oh man i love running and then the three options are like i also like to run the one's like i don't like to run that much and the third one is like i love hamburgers and if you choose i don't like to run that much and he's like i hate you i'll never be on your team eh. like whereas in this one there's so many people you can kind of make that mistake with you can eventually build up a team that you like I think um, I don't think it's as punishing as persona is, um, but mm, okay. I, I don't think there's necessarily a right or wrong way to play this game. Um, there's definitely optimization, right? Like there are characters with inherent skill growth patterns that are better than other characters, right? So every time you level up there, they roll a dice and you get a certain number of stats from that level up. And there are some characters yeah. that just inherently will get better stat growth by default than others. Um, but that doesn't make the other characters that, are on your team bad you know what i'm saying it's i, I don't know it's it's way more open they're I just think. on the b team yeah they're on the b team exactly um but like what what do you want to know like the game is great <laughs> they're the people that i put into the battle when i know a character's about to die i'm like okay you're gonna be the sacrifice because i'm not losing dorothea i'm not losing edelgard bro you're going in that's, there that's some freaking that's some black eagles talk right there dude that is I, in, on team horny we're never losing a single person it's we all die or or none of us die that's the philosophy on team horny house hmm. i don't know i'm i'm not that far into it i've i'm still in the mock battle right now my switch died like as i was like halfway through it Ah, okay and i haven't charged my switch this week 
Um, so I'm not very, I'm like two hours in. Yeah. So I'm not very far at all. You're probably way farther. Um, not really. I'm like probably maybe like another hour or two after you, but okay. Yeah. If I had to break this game down in its most simplest parts, if you were curious about this game, do you like Harry Potter? Yeah. Do you like strategy games? Eh. Do you like a, do you like a game with a good narrative? Yeah. Do you like building out an army choosing a bevy of very diverse anime characters. Yeah, I guess. You like oh, a, you boy. you like a teacher with some of them anime titty? Yeah, yes, I, do. I do. I bet this is for you. 10 out of 10 okay. best game in the world. <laughs> um no, I mean it's it's an awesome game and it definitely is taking the Fire Emblem game series in a different direction that I think a lot of people would really really like. Um the school is really cool to explore, the characters are fun. It's cool to see it in 3D and and it's it's a beautiful game. It's a it's a good time. Yeah, Mike and I, I'm I'm curious how it evolves. Mm-hmm. Like in past Fire Emblem games, you're moving from like location to location, mm-hmm. right? And like fighting. Yeah. Is that in this game or are you kind of just at the castle the whole time? Um so from where I'm at right now, so yeah, so as Alex said before, you are like in for example, Awakening. You're at Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this game you're at Hogwarts. You kind this is your home base, this is where you go. You have a room there, you kind of make your your decisions from there. Everything kind of starts there. Kind of like your house and persona in Sanganjaya. Um, and that's kind of the main area. Um, but in previous Fire Emblem games, you would bring your team from town to town and like missions would revolve around you moving to that town. So like, oh no, there are bandits attacking the town. You have to save it. And like, here's your objective or whatever. Um, but with this game, it's, hey, we're at the school. Um, we're doing a mock battle between you and the opponent houses um, see how you do. And you go to like a mock battlefield or whatever. And you're, you're fighting for points or whatever, like very Harry Potter esque. Um, and each month, uh, every house is assigned a different task and it's your job to do that task before the end of the month. Um, and I think the most recent task I did was fight a group of bandits that are encroaching on um, some town that is within the border of the monastery. So yeah, mm. I don't know. It's it's hard to pin this game down because there's a lot going on. The story is good. The characters are fun. Uh, I'm very excited to see where it goes. And apparently I've been talking to people who, have, who are much farther than me. Shout out to Andrew Cogswell. And he's saying that there's just twist after twist after twist of shit that's okay. going on. And he says that the story like, is great. I enjoy, I'm enjoying the game. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a huge fan of the Banner Saga. It's one of my favorite games. Ah, okay. Um, and that is definitely one of those games. It's a turn-based tactical game. Um, where you are moving from town to town, and on the way to that town, it'll be like you have to decide. Oh, um, like our 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 like uh, what is it called? Like the people that are following us, essentially, our bandwagon is uh, is starving, and do do we use food right now, or do we make them wait it out? And so you can say uh, feed them, and then they'll be happy, but you lose resources, or you'll say let's wait it out, and people might die from your caravan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then once you get to the towns, you're doing all sorts of different missions. So it seems that's more close to Fire Emblem of Old. So I'm curious if I'm going to like this in the long run, Mm -hmm. if I will enjoy this as much because it's more stationary. And maybe that changes. Maybe like the second half of the game, like, I I don't know. I don't know what what it looks like, but I'm still still, uh, enjoying it. The the battle music is freaking awesome. This, and then like it has like this weird Skrillex <laughs> techno drop but the weirdest shit though is, I'm like oh my gosh yeah. anime this is like some near automata level shit where like I just leave my game running and I'm like damn this shit slaps I'm gonna do something else and then I just like walk up yeah. and like clean my house or whatever 
Um, they need to put the soundtrack on Spotify. hundred percent. I, I want it so bad. But Alex, I actually have a question for you as the other person playing Fire Emblem in here. And I also have a question for Blessing and Brandon that is related to mm. dating sims and like character, like games where you have to kind of choose a pairing, a romantic pairing or like a, a duo character or whatever. So I was playing this game, right? And I started the game up and it gives you the male protagonist and the female protagonist. And in previous Fire Emblem games, you could like customize your character and do all these cool things with it to make it look like you or, or whatever your OC, right? This, they don't give you the option. And I thought, well, the male character looks bad. He's got a weird anime scowl to him. I don't like him. He looks angry. The female character looks happy. I'll go with her. So I'm choosing the female character. So do I, in my head, before I even started the game, I was like, all right, do I choose a character, like a male character that is most like me, right? So do I try and romance a version, like a, a dude that is like me? Or do I try and find a girl that is like Cow? So like what my question is overall is when you're playing these games where you have to pair up with somebody, do you just go based purely off the character? Do you try and like fit in like a type that you have in the real world or like, you know, like what draws you to a character Mm. in a dating sim or stuff like that? I want to enact all of my worst fantasies. Oh, something I would never do in real life. That explains why you went with Manuela then. Exactly. I wouldn't in real life. I would be like, nah, I'm gonna go with Petra or something, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Petra's great. Something like that, you know, like, whereas it's like, oh, I'm an anime character. I can be bad. Manuela, come <laughs> <Wow>. here. <laughs> I'm an I'm a Japanese animation watch? character. Let me see. Let me see that avatar, Manuela. Is there one more time. Spanking in Fire Emblem. Oh my god! I feel like there hey, are some misconceptions about anime going on. If here. you're dating Manuela, you best believe there's some spanking. You know what I'm saying? Oh no. Um, for me, I don't. I don't play like myself. For me, it's a it's a little bit of both, and so like both in. Uh, Persona 4 and Persona 5, I like, I ended up romancing like fully uh, um, Yukiko in 4 and Makoto in 5 because they were girls that like I felt like I related to and also like, I don't know, I I liked their personality. I guess it is because I related to them. I don't know. Like, there's something about their struggles and kind of what they're going through where I was like, I can vibe with that. I understand this. I I have that connection to you. Um, And so, like, fully on, like, I romanced them, but like, I did have like, I did have second, not second thoughts, but like, or not even side chicks, because I don't even want to call it a side. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I had, I had, um, I, I guess I'll say like, uh, um, uh, quick sort of, I don't know, lustful interactions. Oh. <laughs> with, this this with, question so is like, becoming way more um, detrimental to your images than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to yeah, be like, man, I date people like, so I got nothing, like I got nothing to lose. I got nothing to lose. Um, but, uh, in Persona 4, you know, like, I talked to Rise a little bit, because, you know, Rise, I was kind of like, okay, like, re- like, we all know Rise. Rise yeah. is flirty. Bro, she's... Rise no, dude, puts you herself obviously, out there. You obviously didn't play your storyline. Rise is so sad. She's like, ha, yeah, this is like, great, like, and then the anime music stops, and it's like, my entire life has been a lie. No one's actually my friend. But I she, hate, like, I throws herself everyone. at you, though. Like, the whole time, she's like, she's like, oh, senpai, and, like, she's, like, all up on you, and she's like, you know, like she's trying to get your attention, and you can tell that like she has that uh, sort of longing for you, right? Which is a thing that, as a human being, that like works for me, right? And so, like partway through that game, I was like, "Damn, Rise, like you really like all upon me right now, right?" Um, and so, like, I kind of had that struggle in that game too. And also, there was Yumi, who I also kind of connected to with on, on a deeper level. But you know, I was a fan of Yukiko. Yeah, at the end of the day, for me, like Yukiko uh, uh, was the girl. And Persona Five, right? Like when I, back when I say like the, the lustful thing, right? Like for me, it was the teacher. Where like oh. you know I I knew I knew all along that Makoto was the one big crimes. but like when when the, when the teacher came through in the maid outfit I was kind of like 
oh no oh no <laughs> i can't do this oh, makoto no. but like oh no like she's cleaning my room like like and when it comes is down the, to wait it, like, is that what gets you off i'm about to go to your house during pack let clean your room and then turn around and be like hello and see i mean you also, no. also had to be, you also had to have a maid outfit on you and be teaching me but like when it got to the point where like i maxed out her social link or confidant level and it was like all right like she was like how do you I forget exactly her, her phrasing. I, I know the phrasing on her was a little bit more weird, but when it came to the prompt of like, do you want to romance her or not? Nah, I like sat there for like 20 seconds before I was like, I can't do this Makoto. And I said, no, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that might be like, that might be fickle. Cause I remember in Boy Meets World season five, um, how uh, Corey. I'm very confused as to how he's going to relate <laughs> I love to these correlations. Yeah, yeah. In Boy Meets, oh, in Boy Meets World season five, there in was like a two episode. <laughs> there was a two episode. Um, two episode thing where like, they they all go uh like to the winter lodge or whatever they go they're on this like winter vacation or whatever and they're like at the snow lodge Corey hurts his leg and uh topanga and the rest of them they're like oh hey like just stay back hang out like enjoy yourself and they all go um they all go sledding right and Corey uh meets this girl i forget her name it was like stephanie or something like that um and they talk and they end up talking like all night right and they have like this like like Stephanie, man, you know Topanga. Like Topanga's Topanga, but Stephanie, she was ooh. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like ooh. Um, ooh. And so like, like, like there, there, there was that whole conflict between Corey and Topanga, where like Topanga was like, "Hey, I gotta dump you because like you like you had to test this out. You had to like fig- you ha- you had to figure this out. If you if you really loved me, you'd be with me all the way." You know, you wouldn't have to figure that out. And so I did have that guilt when I when I when I stopped on the maid for twenty seconds. I was like. I'm all the way Makoto and I don't deserve Makoto if I have to like sit here for 20 seconds uh, on this main. And so like I had that guilt running with me throughout the end of the game, but um, I, man, I took your question way too far. Yeah. But, I'm uh, like, here this we is are. Like, <laughs> about Boy yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, man. And so uh, what I'm trying to say is that uh, women's world season five is excellent. Oh, okay. Brandon. Yeah. T- Topanga is Topanga. Yeah, she is. She's a keeper. What about you, Brandon? She is. I mean, I, I kind of stick close to to my my typical interests, so I don't I don't <laughs> I don't deviate far from uh I, you know I don't go into the into the the crazy realm. What what would be far from from my norm? Your type, yeah, yeah. Like you play the paragon. Sure. <laughs> Did y'all know that today is National Girlfriend Day? Yeah. That's some weak shit. I, I gotta go watch I girlfriend wife, reviews. Bro. We just we just be making we just be making days up, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait. So to rewind back to what I was saying before is I, the end of that whole story was like, oh no, I need to find someone that I can romance that's like cow, and then I found a sleepy wizard who loves cats, and I was like, well, we're done. Here that's, we go. That's the male version of cow, and then I realized that you can do a um, female like a lesbian relationship with uh, a girl that essentially is just the female version of me. So now I'm very hmm. torn. So guess what? Doesn't get any easier. So here, did you know, here I am. man, go did rogue. You, did you know the voice for Manuela is the vo- same voice as Ash Ketchum? That awakened something mm. in Alex that he has to go now. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a weird jump cut in the podcast, everyone, that's why. Then you know what happened with Alex. He had to go somewhere. Wow. <laughs> wow. That makes me feel a certain way. <laughs> Got to catch them all. You know. Oh, wow. But, hey, girl, can okay. I peek at you? But long story Jeez. short, Makoto is best in, in P5. And P4, yep. best one is um, Marie. So you're a clown. What about Three Houses? Uh, three Houses, best romance. Um, well, right now, I'm going to start pursuing Mercedes. Um, okay. So 
Really? Is that a name? I ain't gonna fuck a car. It's a person, man. <laughs> is that <laughs> yes? They, they, she it. couldn't afford a car. They, they, she couldn't afford a car, so Not she named Mercedes. her daughter Alexis. It's it's, it's ha. Ah, that's a that's a mm, that's a Kanye quote. Um, yeah, it is a Kanye. Lyric. Sorry, Mercedes is her actual name. Um, but it's between mm. Mercedes for everyone curious, Mercedes, Dorothea, and um, and Lindhart are the three people. That Wait, you can romance people that are that are outside of your house? Yeah, bro, you think this is, dude? Why did I choose the Black Eagles then? Hey oh, man, yeah, stop saying black that way. <laughs> so, okay, <laughs> why did I choose the Black Eagles? Well, okay, the, only, oh the only caveat is that you cannot romance the, the house leaders unless you're in their house. So if you wanted to romance Edelgard, you have to be in her house. Oh uh, yeah, that's, um, that's a priority. The final thing I'll say about Fire Emblem is that the names of the houses are Dog Dookie. They should be called the Scarlet Roses, the Blue Lions, and the Golden Dawn. Those should be the name of the three houses. They're all dog trash. Well, I mean, their banner is two eagles side to side, so it should be eagles. Well, it could, but again, it's called the Black Eagles, but the other ones are named after the primary colors on the fucking flag. It should be the Red Eagles, the Blue Lions, and the Yellow Deer. Okay. Just saying. Um, also, I agree. Also, if you went with the Blue Lions, <laughs> you're a cop, so you can turn the podcast off now if you want. Jeez. You are invited to leave. Jeez. I almost went blue lions. Yeah, and guess what? You're not a cop. You're just un, un you're just a murder fiend. Alex, Alex seems like almost the cop. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? What do you What do you think it means, Alex? I think hey, it man. means your mall security. I, I <laughs> almost got arrested Lark. several times by mm. trespassing in high school. Oh god, <gasps> Alex, I'm a bad boy. <laughs> That's why you went with Manuela. Anyway, Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Three Houses is very good. If you have a Switch, you should pick it up. Um, it's it's awesome. It's the perfect um, culmination of all of the hard work that the previous Fire Emblem games have put in, and I think that it's going to be the counterpart to Pokemon Sword and Shield this year. Hmm. In a bad dope. Way, I mean, oh okay. Oh, whereas Pokemon is going backwards. This game bring is going back forward. national decks. <laughs> I mean, hashtag bring bring it back. Honestly, dang. All right, well, I've been playing uh, a game called A Short Hike, and it is a short game. I beat it in about three hours. Ooh, that's what I love to hear. Was that after you saw Manuela? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Jeez, Ian. Um, No, this this is a game that's all about um, you play as a bird, and your mission is to leave your cabin and hike to the top of a mountain so you can get cell phone reception. That is like the main storyline running through this game and it's what motivates you to get to the top of the mountain um and so along the way you are it it reminds me a lot of animal crossing in many ways you are doing errands for other anthropomorphic creatures um so one guy like for instance there's a turtle that's on a beach that you pass by and he's like he has this giant shovel that you need in order to dig up things and so he's like hey man you can have my shovel if you get me a sandcastle but or a sand shovel, but all of it is like done in very, very fun, uh, very well written dialogue. Like it's, it's, it's very fun to see these characters interact with each other, um, and learn more about the characters. Um, and so as you're going up this mountain, um, you, you, it's, it's really a game all about exploration and they do exploration really, really well. It's almost think of it like a, one of those older, like a very big version of like a 3d platformer level, like a very big version of that. So everything's interconnected in some way. Um, there are things to collect and, and to find as you explore and there are shortcuts to, to unlock. Um, and so it, it's, it's really cool. So you have a few different abilities and 
the main thing that you you are collecting in this game is golden feathers. And so um, for every golden feather that you get, um, you can you can glide farther, you can double jump farther, you can climb higher, like in Zelda, like the stamina meter. That's what that's what these uh, these feathers are. So you start the game off, you can't really climb that high, uh, but through doing errands and stuff and 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 exploring, you're rewarded coins, and you can go to the the park ranger and cash those in for golden feathers and. Then you can climb higher and glide farther and, and find new things to explore. And so that's kind of like the pattern that this game is until you get to the very top of the mountain finally. Um, and then even from there, I've discovered that there's still a lot more to explore and a lot more things to do after you beat the main story. And I've continued playing the game. Um, but it's it's if you're a fan of Animal Crossing, if you're a fan of, I would say even like, I would even say probably platformers. Like there is fun to be had here. It's a very rewarding experience. It's one of those games where like you you jump off a mountain, you glide down, and then you're like, oh my gosh, there's a chest right there. Or there's another feather hidden in that spot. And you like navigate your way over there and you get rewarded for it. It's it's a really cool game. Um, it's on Steam right now, itch, and I think it supports PC Mac Linux, but it's not a very it almost looks like a 3DS game. Um, mm. and the style is it's very unique, but it's cool and it works for the the game that it's setting. Um and yeah, she could pick it up. I think most people's PC will be able to run it, even if you have a little crappy laptop. I get, I feel like it would probably be able to run it. Um, but double check the system specs. And I, I, I'm sure this game is going to come to Switch or something. It's got to. Like it's, it is so good. Um, it's one of my favorite games I played this year for sure. Um, and the, the the soundtrack's great. It's it's all like really good. So if you're looking for a, you know, depending on how much you sink into it you know, two to four hour experience, you know, maybe five or six max. If you wanted to hundred percent it, uh, you should definitely pick up. It's called a short hike. And I'm going to be talking about it a bunch this year. I feel, I feel like, so go check it out. It's $7 right now on steam. Um, and it's, it's so good. So good. So do it. Yeah. Um, Do it. Yeah. Blessing. What have you been playing this week? Uh, man, I've been playing uh, a real video game, mm, Wolfenstein, Wolf, the Bible. I don't um, know. <laughs> you think Jesus Wolfenstein, was a gamer? <laughs> the, the visual novel version of the Bible. <laughs> yeah, who you go to um, romance in Corinthians? I'm really oh, torn man. between Jesus uh, and uh, Judas. I don't know how that storyline's going to go, though. Oh, man. I, it's not good. No, we can't. Oh, no, I'm, I'm saying it doesn't go good for, um, for either character. Judas. Well, Old Judas. All right, old, hear me old out. Judas made Before some you even start, could we start a Bible dating? No, <laughs> no, we cannot. I'm uncomfortable. We cannot do that. Fire Emblem Three I'm Houses. I'm with that. But it's all hot religious characters. <laughs> nope. Moses walk up and he separates a Fire oh, Emblem the Trinity. Fire Emblem Jeez. the Holy Ghosts. And you have to romance Moses and have him. No. Have him. Nope. Split. Nope. Okay. No. This is your, hey. First of all, that one's on our team, okay? That we have that one. I can make fun of the Jewish ones, okay? If I'm romancing anybody, it's Abraham. Why? He had many sons. It, what, what does that mean? <laughs> that, How does that help you? Is it, am I right, blessing? How does Amen. that help you? Amen. It means the, I have a family, a, a the support Jews? system. <laughs> the girl from Song of Solomon. Ooh, man. <laughs> who is that? Who is that? Romance. Who is that angel that was good at wrestling? That one. Uh. Brandon silent because he's uncomfortable. Let's move on. Um, no, so Wolfstein Youngblood. He's thinking about which one. Uh, I I so 
I've been anticipating Wolfstein Youngblood uh, this year. It was one of the, I don't know if I'd say it was one of my most anticipated games. This is definitely a game that I was looking forward to because I think we all here enjoyed Wolfstein, uh, the new Colossus, uh, because that game was like crazy with its cutscenes and crazy with its moments um, and overall pretty fun, right? Um, the day Wolfstein Youngblood released, maybe it was the day before, impressions started coming out. Um, and I remember being like super kind of like put off by things people were saying. Uh, I know there was one video talking about how like they're like there's uh, skins and stuff that are like behind microtransactions and that they're pushing this part of the game more. Um, I, I, there are other impressions saying that like this the story stuff wasn't as strong as Wolfstein Two. There are other impressions saying that like the it's almost like Destiny like it's like De- Destiny Borderlandsy uh, in terms of its setup, uh, which is very different from what Wolfstein uh, Young or Wolfstein the New Colossus and the New Order was. Uh, I feel like New Order um the new colossus doom um games like that are kind of in this uh fps space like fps single player space that feels like th- feels like the new half-life almost you know what i mean like the, like the single player fps campaigns that feel like that are linear that feel like they're telling a story and that are uh that have a progression to them that um is straightforward and are there to just take you through a campaign right like that's what wolfstein has kind of been up till now youngblood after playing Youngblood, Youngblood, Youngblood is like a way different Wolfstein experience. Um, and when I first started playing it, I was, I was very torn on it. I was mostly negative on it um, because I played it on stream and I played it by myself with a computer co-op partner. Because Young, the whole thing with Youngblood is that like you're playing as you're playing in the 1980s, I believe it is, as BJ Blazkowicz's uh, two daughters. Um, I can't remember if they're twins or not, but they're his two daughters. Um, what are their and, names? um so that's a good question um God, <laughs> i could not tell you i know anya is is their mom um but that could be something to look up uh what their daughter what his daughter's names are but uh essentially bj is gone uh and uh his daughters are looking for him um and they're they're in france for some reason um and that's like the, that's the whole setup of the game it's set up so that so that it can be co-op it's it seems like it's meant to be played in co-op and i agree that this after playing this jessica game, and sophia jessica and sophia um or sophie i think it's not sophie i think it's sophie or is it sophia i don't know that's what wikipedia said interesting okay and yeah jessica and sophia uh who's they just call her Sophie in the game um and they have a friend named abby i believe abby yep. or gabby abby okay um who is a great character but um yeah this game seems more built around around co-op so i played it on stream uh in my f- first like couple hours with it i was torn because like it started off with a few cutscenes. i was like okay these, these cutscenes are pretty great like they're setting up the story pretty well um got some gameplay stuff and when i started getting a bit further into the levels i kind of like i was kind of off put by a few things one the level design seems like super uh weird and unintuitive like they have like a waypoint system um but like they don't have a world map that you can just pull up it seems like which is like shocking for a game that has a mini map which with like waypoints and stuff on it on it um Mm -hmm. and so you can't really like pull that thing like pull up a full uh map to see like where you need to go um and for a game that's structured less linear and and more so like kind of open like a destiny-ish uh uh kind of um environment that seems like a weird choice but um i started getting lost in levels because of that um uh also i started getting stuck on geometry like just a bunch of weird things were happening um with my first hours in the the game that like kind of put me off um it seemed 
this game seems difficult. The co-op partner doesn't seem too smart uh, from what I experienced. Um, and overall, that was pretty disappointing. Um, then I played uh, uh, a bit more of it. I played like probably like three more hours with our friend uh, Maria. And honestly, like having a co-op partner playing that game with me turned that game around like a thousand percent to where I went from being like, okay, this game is frustrating. This game has a lot of issues to then being like, oh, wait, I, I totally see the fun in this game um it's definitely like a game that you want to like i don't know have somebody there so you can like talk to and hang and, and hang out and have that sort of experience uh because once once i had that i felt like um having part having a partner that was like that knew what they were doing uh, uh, unlike the computer co-op partner um change things uh <clears throat> um once you get further and start to upgrade your weapons and start to upgrade your abilities like that makes things better um it very much is Wolfenstein taken to like more of a like I want to say modern, but that doesn't even feel like the right way to put it. But Wolfenstein, if like if um machine games or whatever was like, we gotta make some money off of this. If they were like, okay, we gotta like start to turn this into a service type thing. It is that direction, but it doesn't feel totally gimped. It's at this place where mm. I'm like, this is fun. It's not what I expected, it's not what I want. Um, and it's not even like it's not amazing. I don't even know if I would say it's great, but I am having fun with it for, for where I'm at now. Like back to the level design, um, the level design does feel kind of confusing, but also like I think Arcane uh, Studios worked on this game who did like Dishonored and stuff. And I feel like I could definitely see that influence in the levels. Um, and Arcane, like they're known for their fan, like their fantastic levels, right? Um, yeah. And I think those work for Dishonored. And Wolfenstein with like some of the things that are going on with like the pathways and like the different directions and, and sort of like the setup of some of the levels here um your abilities i feel like don't necessarily like contribute to how you navigate those levels and so the levels don't feel as um cool and unique and well thought out as like the dishonored levels um mm-hmm. and this is me just assuming that arcane had a huge part in those i don't really know but from what i'm like seeing in the game i can kind of pull those like those influences a little bit um but yeah i don't know overall like wolfstein youngblood um i'm enjoying it with like keep playing it many caveats yeah i'm gonna keep playing it um i'm probably gonna finish it if i'm being honest and like when i first started the game i was like i'm not gonna play this again um when i started playing it again with a co-op partner i was like all right i i'm having fun with this like another thing enemies have health bars enemies are basically bullet sponges which uh was off-putting when i first started that's very very loot shooter yeah no like that this game is 100 like oh you mean shooterish it's like a loot shooter without like the loot really like yeah. uh enemies like drop like materials for like health and ammo and stuff and you do find like stuff along the way but uh, you don't it's not like you're finding like new guns and stuff like that um it's almost like a halfway point between like wolfenstein and what you'd imagine destiny destiny to be yeah um hmm. hey blessing now that you're streaming i have a weird question mm. uh when can i buy your bath water um well actually i'm a I hate to say this. I I hate confessing this to people. Um, I'm actually a gamer boy. I'm not a gamer girl. Um, and so question, I don't sell my bathwater. I sell still stands. Well, I well, gamer, fungus. Gamer boys don't sell bathwater. They sell their gamer boy tears. You know. Oh. Yeah. And so, like, also my my tears will go on sale soon. Okay. Um, Let me know when I can buy them. How much for how much for like a quart? Aggressive. How much? That's a um, lot of tears. You cry. You cry enough for that, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So can I like pre-order? Um, I'll get you a pre-order soon. Um, okay. I have to set up the link and set up the um, 
figure out how I'm going to do supply and all that stuff. But all right, we need to get somebody to deliver some bad news to Blessing's life so that he can fulfill these. Pre-orders. Oh, you don't even got to do that, man. Just put on the invitation <laughs> game. <laughs> you don't even need that, bro. Give me twenty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Just tell me what my red well, is. <laughs> on a side note, I uh, I do have a line on some dirty underdoors. If you'd like to, oh buy my god, oh, blessings are <laughs> no, no. yours. I'm down for. Have you. we told that story on the show? No. Wait. Uh, I think maybe at at some point, long long. Yeah, that might have been like Pixel Pulse. <laughs> the I don't know. You times. should tell that story real quick. Because you can't just say dirty underwear and people not get suspicious. <laughs> well, so you I, should explain the story. <laughs> it was it was yeah, and I, it was a weird situation. But I I I, um, I did a tech related job uh, long ago, and um, <laughs> I also on the side I did a lot of I did web design and so forth, uh, completely on the side, not related to my normal job. So. Um, most of the people knew that I did this, uh, you know, web design on the, on the side. And, and, uh, one day my, my boss calls me up and, uh, he worked like the main office was like three hours from where I live at. And he calls me up and he's like, Hey, I'm going to be, I'm going to be down your way. Um, and I'd like to stop by and talk to you. So stop by our house. Right. At, this is at our house. I literally. remember when this guy came to the came to the house. I think, yeah. And uh, he's like, "Well, can you tell me like a, a particular time when the family's not going to be around? Because I'd like to talk to you about something private." And I, I'm like, "Well, you know, around this time is when when my wife goes and picks the kids up from the bus and so forth." Um, he's like, "Cool, I'll meet you there. It won't take long. I just want to discuss some business about." potentially doing a web design for me. And this guy <laughs> looks completely normal. You would walk right past this guy in, in the supermarket and think nothing of it. Um, completely normal. And <laughs> um, he, he comes over and he's being all secretive. Uh, at least uh, my, my wife was getting ready to walk out the, the door to go get the kids and, uh, you know, he said, you know, normal pleasantries and so forth. But he, he just seemed like he was weird. Um, and that man and was Ian Preschel. <laughs> so they, they, he, she leaves and he's like, um, I, I, I need, I need someone to put together a website for me. And I'm like, yeah, I, you know, you know, what can, what can I help you with? And, um, He's like, I I want to sell. There there's a market for used underwear. Mm. Um, so my my girlfriend like produces these <laughs> these used underwear. Good and, God! And there there are people that are very interested in these, and there is a there's a very large market for it. I thought this is a video game podcast. What is happening? <laughs> so what you're trying to say is we should start doing that. Um, yeah, we could sell Manuela's underwear. Oh, oh no. my god! You know what, guys? <laughs> oh, Life no. is full circle. But um, yes. Anyway, back to Wolfstein Youngblood. The two sisters. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they, it, it was it was Alex's idea. So, well, you couldn't just say I have a connection to dirty underwear and not explain it without sounding really creepy. 
So I, it's I, mean, I thought it was. I, I would. I thought he was just making a joke with the with the with the, with the gamer girl. I, you know what? I thought we talked about it before. Back but. to Wolfenstein Youngblood. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the two girls the you play as the co-op partners or whatever um they the two sisters they they're basically beavis and butthead um, really which yeah uh, which that sounds I've bad seen, i hate it oh, <laughs> i've seen other people awful. i've seen other people on the internet love it and so i think if you're in a beavis and butthead you might like <laughs> you might like uh, the, their dynamic but they're very much like they have like very like southern country accents and but like they talk How? to each other like they're stupid they're in france um, <laughs> their mother well, they is go polish to france. They go to France. Oh, okay. Um, and BJ like grew up with them on all this stuff, but he just like he did. That's another thing. BJ just straight up leaves his family, and it's not like he was taken. Like it seems like they know that he left, um, uh, because they have a conversation with the character where they're like, "Oh yeah, what BJ doesn't be found, you won't be able to find him or whatever." And they're talking about they're talking about BJ like, "Oh, we got to go find BJ. Like we got to go bring him back. We got to like do this." And um, and the, and Anya's like, "Well, I got to take care of my two daughters. Like I can't just leave or whatever, right?" And the whole time I'm thinking like yo your husband just left you and your kids like forget about this man <laughs> forget about this man take care of your children like uh like something about the way they were talking about it kind of made me go like wait bj just left his family like why is this like why are we treating him like he's still like the hero here but um last thing i'll say is also that like the some of the enemies are like armored enemies and like the like the enemy variation and uh and like how like the health bars are and, and like the sponginess and all that stuff like it is to a level of like loot shooter that I like, I am shocked that they went for. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't even, I don't know if I should be like shocked in a bad way or like shocked in a, Oh wow. They actually kind of pulled this off kind of way. Um, because like, once again, I don't think the game is, I don't think the game is bad after playing it. I'm like, okay, this game actually is, I've enjoyed myself playing this game. This game is actually pretty fun. In fact, right now I can't wait for the next time I'm going to pick this game up mm-hmm. with a co-op partner um that's kind of where i'm at right now where i'm like okay i'm ready to get back into this game it has like a lot of it has a lot of flaws um i just think it's weird that this thing exists and also like i think i mentioned in the group chat uh like when when impressions originally started coming out that like my trust in bethesda is kind of lost and i'm at i'm at a weird place with bethesda right now because i was a bethesda fan um up until like i don't know man maybe like last e like e3 2018 or whatever and i'm still bethesda fan right but like there, there there's been like a level of weirdness going on with like how they are outputting their games and like kind of the features they're they're including and like the the types of like fallout 76 just came out they kind of like shat it out and it was kind of just like this like um this disappointing thing and it felt like fallout um but like um kind of bastardized and obliterated right they put that out they put this out now which is like wolfenstein which is not it's not to the level of fallout 76 bad but it is like it does feel like they're like, okay, how do we turn this to, into a service? How do we like make this thing a lucrative thing for us? Um, they have like a billion mobile games. Like I feel like Bethesda is like turning into a different kind of company uh, now, which like I can't get mad at them because like what do or maybe the market is turning into a different kind of market. Yeah, but like I don't know, man. Do what makes do what makes you money, I guess. But at the same time, like I don't know, I'm I'm kind of sad to see it. I'm kind of like at a place where I'm like I don't know if I'm gonna be looking forward to Bethesda games in the same kind of fervor, and I don't know if that's extreme. But like based on their last few releases, that's kind of where I'm at. Mm. Except for Doom Eternal, which I'm extremely hyped for. <laughs> but now I'm like, man, hopefully, like, hopefully that like that they don't do anything to, to mess that up. Um, that would I, be unfortunate. I don't think they would because Doom 2016 is so good, and I know this crew that's working I, on that team is so good. It um, seems like they just needed a few games to like 
to like kind of draw out the production cycle of their other games. Like while they're working on those, they needed something quick. Yeah, to but fill these in are the gaps. And I think they just like dropped like, the balls. Yeah, they, like they dropped them ball the, the balls in such specific ways of like yeah. we're going to put microtransactions and we're going to make this thing turn this thing online that probably shouldn't be online. Um, with Fallout twenty seventy six. Fallout 23, what were you trying to say? I was going to say Fallout 26. I don't know why. Okay. It might be a case of they're like, hey, we need to make something quick, but we don't want these games to be empty, so let's make something that we can iterate on. Maybe. So let's make games a service game. Well, that's that's what I thought. Like, Not the Fallout 76 thing. I think the Fallout 76 thing is completely... I have no comment about that, but the Wolfenstein thing, Mm -hmm. I always thought that like these new different ideas, they were... They're try- they they like take the off games to try new things, right? Because again, Wolfenstein's mm-hmm. awesome. The narrative is great, but like I feel like there is kind of not something lacking in having it be single player, right? But like I think that having the the ability to play with somebody else and and talk through the big narrative mm-hmm. surprises um, with someone while you're playing would be pretty interesting. If we're kind of thinking about the previous games, so I wonder if like they're trying out different systems mm-hmm. in the off game to see like, okay, people didn't like the bullet sponges. We'll, we'll drop it back and we'll make it this way. Or, Oh, people like the co-op nature of it. But they don't like the characters. So we're going to make it BJ. And then like maybe one of the daughters or BJ and like his new protege, right? JB we'll call yeah. him. And then like, you'll do like, then these other characters, the daughters will be like, I don't know, um, like capable yeah. soldiers out in the open world that you can go and choose to fight with or fight. What you know what I mean? Like, I always like to give lee- leeway with these sort of things in the in-betweens. Yeah, I just... Room for yeah. for growth. And I, I think it's that stuff combined with, like, their... I feel like the tone of Bethesda E3 conferences has kind of changed for the worse, where they're, like... Like, a lot of it is focused on, um, like, mobile and um, a lot of, like, their service type games with, like... And I guess MM, like, MMOs kind of have to be service by their nature, but, like... You know, there's there's a lot of time spent on stuff that I feel like doesn't aren't the things that make Bethesda Bethesda, or at least have have been the things that made Bethesda Bethesda. Um, granted, Bethesda hasn't always been in a place where they're like, oh, we're putting out these amazing like Skyrim and Dishonored and Fallout Three, right? Like they did have a they did have a season where they were putting out games like Wet and Brink, and so like mm-hmm. they've had their they've they've had their downs, right? And this isn't yeah. like this, they're not even a place where they're even close to touching when they put out wet brink. and brink <laughs> man um Can we talk about something about the brink man. tutorial sometimes man <laughs> remember my, the brink trailer man my friends my friends do you remember brink the game i played like 20 okay, hours of we must have played together because i swear to god <laughs> my friends have are razzing me to this current day in the modern day of 2019 about my fervor and excitement for brink and i still feel like if you bring up brink in in private conversations i physically like i gain inches of height like i become a different human being i'm so ashamed of getting excited over mm. brink I, like that is a that is a pock mark on the uh like my gamer report mark like ugh, it's so bad fucking brink man i think we all liked brink here ugh. or wanted to i like mean it. i didn't i didn't uh, wanted, yeah, wanted i want to, yeah. dude i wanted so badly to like brink can i we, wanted that game to be great can we start a man. Brink po- retrospective podcast called um, we all played we all played on, it right on the brink yeah whatever. all of us did dude i played it with brandon yeah, we'll be the oh, only man. ones that that actually listen to that podcast yeah, i can't believe we all, like i can't believe our podcast <laughs> i can't believe the thing that all four of us here have in common is that we all played brink like how wild is that it's the only thing we have in common <laughs> that is the weirdest thing that we all played Brink. I feel like it's the, I, such the, I booted, it's the most I booted Brink game for all us to play. 
What do you say, Brandon? <laughs> I said that's not true. I'm also black. Oh, dang. <laughs> that's, <fuck. laughs> that's wild. Wow, that's wild. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I feel like... I feel like Brink was... I don't know, man. I booted it up uh, like a year ago uh, and played through... <laughs> I thought you were going to say yesterday. Computer, I was like, bots. what? And I booted it up like a year ago and played with bots oh, yeah. through one of the it's missions. Free to, it's free to play on PC, right? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, this is so bad. Dude, if we... Do, we gotta do like a top ten most disappointing games because I think Brink, Brink might be one. like top three. Num- Uno, like number one, maybe number one. Like one. Top- Brink, write dude. that down in the leaderboard. Yeah, doc. Right, I'm writing that down in the doc. Um. Well, cool. Before we get to the announcements, Brandon, <laughs> you you had a chance to jump into Fortnite season ten, Ooh. which just came out today. Yeah, what are your What are your early impressions? Uh, I'm I'm really stoked about the battle pass. Battle pass has some really cool skins in it. I'm a huge fan of uh, the Rust Lord skin, and they have like an adaptation of the Rust Lord skin mm. um, that I'm I'm really hype on. Uh, yeah, I literally played till like two o'clock in the morning because your mom wanted to hit tier one hundred on season nine before season ten came out. Let's go! So, like a good husband, I stayed up till almost two o'clock in the morning, making sure that she got her tier one hundred. That's wild. That's awesome. Yeah, so, um, and then we both got up early in the morning to go to work, and we both booted up Fortnite before we went to work just to see what the new stuff was. Um, but yeah, they, they have mechs now, which is That's like cool. totally totally Titanfall. It, like, it literally falls from the sky at the beginning of the match, and if you're the first one to it, you jump in it, and uh, they have like this... Uh, rocket powered jump where they can jump far distances and, and uh, they have missiles that they can launch and all kinds of cool stuff. And, and uh, dusty depot is back temporarily or maybe not temporarily. I don't know. Um, but it's, it's, it was kind of weird because they, they uh, it's like a time travel kind of thing. So, you know, that's what we were talking about before the podcast that this kind of opens the door for them to be able to do all sorts of different things now. Like, uh, they could bring back, um, that's what we were talking about. Like they could bring back fan favorites, um, things that were previously on the map that no longer existed up until that point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, they could do all sorts of stuff with the time travel thing. They could, you know, go back to dinosaurs or, or, go to ancient Egypt or like all kinds of crazy stuff. So it, 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 um, I can't wait to see what they do, you know, beyond this point, I'm sure it's going to change a lot over the, the course of season 10. And, um, I, I, I kind of, I've kind of hit this point with Fortnite where I get excited about it and I, I'm like all in for a couple weeks early in the season. And then at the end of the season, I, I get hype about it again and I try to finish up my season and you know, it's just one of those, it's the ebb and flow of, of my Fortnite career. There you go. I, I did the same thing. <clears throat> I was just Googling what was in the item shop. And I was like, I don't, I don't need to look at this. Uh, <laughs> I don't need to look at this, but I think it's, I'm going to play season 10 a little bit. Cool though. I'm trying, I'm grinding up an apex to apex predator. I'm almost to diamond which is one tier away from being the highest tier in Apex. And then after that, I'll probably take a little bit of a break. But But. 
since you mentioned the uh, the sh- the item shop, they've got two new skins that are supposed to be like the uh, the the pilot and gunner of that that brute mech. They call it a brute mech. Yeah, some kind of acronym, but I don't know what it stands for. Um, and those those skins are pretty awesome. Don't like tell very me these futuristic, things. dark, uh, dark skins. It's pretty cool. That's cool. Uh, let's get to the announcements. Uh, of course, if you're enjoying this show and you want to get it early every week, head over to patreon.com slash okbeast. Give us three bucks every month and you get access to the show early every week. There's also a slew of other perks and benefits over there at various tiers. So give that a look. Uh, if you want to help us out, please review and subscribe to us on iTunes. That really helps us out. Um, and then, of course, okbeast.com and youtube.com slash okbeast are where you can go to get all of our content. Uh, of course, if you missed it, I put up a Zelda video recently. We were, we're working on new videos and stuff. It's a great time. Um, so go over those places. Check it out. Uh, and if you want to talk to us on this, this week on Twitter, you can, of course, talk to me at It's Van Aken. Talk to Blessing at BlessingJR. Talk to Brandon at RebelRed6. Talk to Ian at IanWhyNot. And, of course, follow okbeast at okbeast now it's a great way to keep up with all of our content that we put out and if you're looking for other other people to talk with about games or, or whatever really head over join our discord okbeast.com slash discord that's an easy way to get the uh all the access to get in there and uh, come say hello um and then don't forget actually don't forget you can't forget because we haven't announced it yet uh this well, week we would have announced it by the time it's impossible to, to forget because you can't remember it because it's not really <laughs> yeah <yet>. <laughs> right <laughs> Starting today. Uh, time travel is weird, man. Yeah, starting today. Tomorrow for Patreon listeners. Yes, tomorrow for Patreon listeners is uh, Beast Week. So starting on Ooh. Monday, August the 5th, we're starting Beast Week. What, yeah. what is this Beast Week blessing? Well, you've heard of Shark Week. Yeah. Wow. Let me tell you about Beast Week. Wow. In Beast Week, we're bringing you five different beast-sized announcements. All right? Starting from Monday, going on into Tuesday, then on Wednesday, and we're going to hit Thursday, then Friday. Every, every single day, we got a new announcement uh, about a thing that's happening at OK Beast. Uh, so stay tuned to the Twitter. Uh, I would, I mean, I would say what's happening on Monday, but since Patreon, um, I guess we can't say that yet. But just know that these are exciting things. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna touch on kind of the future for OKBeast, OK at least the immediate future for OKBeast, OK um, and some exciting things that. Uh, yeah, don't say the future gonna, of OKBeast. OK that sounds really big. It's weird. Moises is I mean, leaving hey, man. again. So excited. <laughs> 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 stay tuned. That's the Wednesday. It should just be spoiling what Wednesday is, man. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Leaving the second. I don't time. even remember what Wednesday is. Yeah, he's joining on Tuesday, leaving again on Wednesday. That's, that's wild. <laughs> All right, I got a dog. I got everything. Oh, I got okay, everything cool, later. Cool. Um, Sunday, 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 Sunday. This it's an exciting time. Stay tuned uh, to like like Alex said to the Twitter, twitter.com slash okbeast now uh, for the announcements and facebook.com slash okbeast for all that good stuff. Because yeah, every single day is gonna be another exciting thing um, that you're gonna you're you're gonna you're gonna wanna stay tuned for. Think of it think of it almost as like a okbeast direct, except (gasps) instead of like thirty Instead of for like instead of thirty minutes, it goes on the entire week. Wait, okay. <laughs> I okay. We need to have a meeting after this because I just got. <laughs> I have a massive idea. Blessing, you're currently behind a white backdrop, and all I'm thinking of is you just walking quietly, oh, no. folding your fingers, hello, and then just translating on the bottom. <laughs> so, <laughs> hello, hello. And welcome to Beast Week. Point to nothing. No logo comes up or whatever. Oh my god. I am Blasoru uh, Iwata, and I'm here to bring you. <clears throat> Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Honestly, missed that guy. Yeah, me too. If you're going to PAX West, don't forget 
You can catch us on a few different panels. We are, of course, hosting the Starting Off Strong panel, uh, ranking the top 10 openings to a video game. Uh, myself, Blessing, Khalif Adams from Spawn on Me, Steve Bowling from Game Explain, and Yusuf McGeed from Ubisoft. Uh, we are all going to be on uh, a panel together talking about the top 10 video game openings. Um, and then as w- that's on what day is that? September sun- 1st, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, 6.30 in the Cat Theater. Yep, that's inside of the Seattle Convention Center. Yes. Uh, you can catch me on Friday. I've, offici- I've asked permission, and I can share all the details now. Uh, you can catch me Friday, August 31st at 1.30 p.m. in the Sandworm Theater, um, which is inside of the Sheraton, I believe. Uh, I'm going to be on the Indie Games Past, Present, and Future panel with uh, Morgan Shaver from Greenlit Content, Liana Ruppert from Prima Games, and Amanda Farrow from GameDaily.biz. Um, so come check out that panel. And then uh, a third panel. Yeah, that, a new uh, challenger. Right, or What's the Smash thing? A new challenger approaches? A new challenger approaches. Why don't you get the details? So, man, a thing is happening. Saturday night. Hold on, I need to open up the doc so I can get the, get the details because I was on the wrong well, window. Uh, Saturday night, August thirty first at eight, no, at uh, nine p.m. in the Raven Theater. We're going to we're both me and Alex are entering the gauntlet. Uh, we're going to be attending Kind of Funny's Inner Website Video Game Tournament. We are participating. Uh, we're representing OK Beast uh, against all these other websites hosted by Kind of Funny, of course, Greg Miller. Um, it's gonna be a great time. I think Stoic Mike might be on the on the uh, mic. Wow. Um, uh, MC and all that stuff, and so it's, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good time. Come out to that. Um, we hope to see you there. Root us on. Also, we better hear OKB's chats or chance. Yeah. Whenever we Pog show up at a th- at a thing, I want there to be OKB's chance. Y'all been killing it. Continue killing it is what I'll say. I'll be in. I'll be. Um. I'll be nowhere. I'll be in the bathroom. How Find me you? in the bathroom. How dare I'll you? I'll sign your shirt. Just kidding. I won't sign anything. No one knows who I am. Thanks so yeah, I signed I signed somebody's copy of Detroit Become Human last year. It was great. I was like, finally, <laughs> I'm living my truth. Oh my God. <laughs> Whoever did that, you're giving him too much power. Find me at PAX and we have to have a sit-down chat, me and this person. Very great. I signed it on Whoever the Black you Nerd. are. Was it Alex? <laughs> did you see Alex in real life? You're like, man, yo, I'm sorry I couldn't back you up on the podcast, but I love this game. I love all the, I love all the deep analogies <laughs> and connections they have to the real world. It was Moises. <laughs> when that ro- oh, when yeah. that robot walked to the back of the bus, I was like, "Wow!" Moses walks I up to Ian bus. or Blessing. He's like, "This is secretly my favorite game, but I can never tell anybody." Detroit became become human allowed me to become a human. <laughs> then he busts out his God of War copy. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was the deluxe edition. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, Sign the disc because like I'm tired please. of playing these trash games like Night in the Woods. And <laughs> it's like I mean I'm so tired of of um of Hollow Knight. Man, that game's trash, but I got it. I got it. That I, map, the hollow nest, I hate it. I hate it so much, but I got to tell the internet that I love it, so they'll respect me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the inner machinations of the of the OK Beast um, sort of plan is coming to a head. Um, question it about is. this um, video games panel thing. What is the likelihood hmm. of if I walk up on stage with sunglasses and rip my shirt off and say, I am the true leader to the throne and kick both you and Blessing off the stage? Um, and start beating you over the head with a metal chair. Are we? Is this wrestling <laughs> rules? Is this kayfabe? They might escort you out. They will escort you out. Security will find you. I have you. a tattoo that says "No regrets" and it says "Irrationally passionate." And I start beating you over the head with a metal chair. Am I allowed? Is that cool? Are we? I mean, I give you permission, but I don't know if they'll know that. <laughs> okay. Well, we gotta talk. Personally, to Personally, I do. 
Security. And then security comes out and is Brandon, and then Brandon gets the other chair and starts beating you over the head. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! He's got a steel chair. By God! My my God! Greg, Why is Phil Spencer here? Why is Phil Spencer at the panel? I'm Phil Spencer. Y'all got some crack? Oh God! Phil's here. Phil, I got a PSVR. I got a PSVR. I got a PSVR. If y'all want to, just give me some crack. Oh my God! Oh my God! This is my favorite dollars. Overwatch and Overwatch designers here. He's got someone's feet. Oh God! He's touching everyone's feet. I'll take the connect off the Xbox and you give me some crack cocaine. Quentin Tarantino. He's touching feet too. Oh God! Oh God! Living it right now. The humanity. The humanity. Oh my gosh. I have another. That's my favorite. Bit. I have another quick Scarlet question. stands for cocaine. Did they? Did they, <laughs> did they give you guys two spots because they saw how badly Blessing did during the Overcooked thing and they wanted? To Honestly, I think it was. Or? I think it was a mistake that they gave us two spots. <laughs> did they forget that Alex I don't works think, for OK Beast? I'm. A, I'm gonna show up and uh, they're gonna be like. Um, <laughs> I literally, I literally don't because both me and Alice got an email and me and I was like isn't it one person per, per outlet so I'm hoping that Greg just didn't notice and hey all you listeners don't snitch don't snitches get shit. stitches <laughs> snitches get stitches I'm making fun I'm actually the kind of person I like to hash these things out before the event so I'm not publicly humiliated if I get yeah. an email you get up on stage yeah funny story nah, there's only supposed to be uh, one of you nah, see, here's what happens you, when they ask oh, you to God, I'm getting anxiety no, about no, this no, now here, Alex, oh, I mean, here's gosh. how we solve it ready here's how we solve it instead of you sending like if you send in your credentials right you have to send in like a logo of the website you work for you send in espn gaming and it's comic sans font <laughs> underneath and then everyone's like whoa espn gaming whoa. that's crazy you bring a, you bring a binder uh. that just like has the new story of ninja going to twitch or whatever or going to mixer and you're like oh i wrote this like i'm just gonna be stressed out until they put out that video trailer and my face is in it nah, dude you like work that's for that's the only ESPN way i will know gaming you work for e espn uh, it's cool by the way i work for uh, twitch.tv slash alex after dark i'm gonna repeat uh, this again for the listener for the people in the back if you snitch it's i am finding you on site there's a reason <laughs> if why i get an I'm, email from greg yeah. miller you think we can't see who listens to this podcast we can't but still like i can look up ios devices and narrow it down from there do we you, get the numbers do you know we can f- yeah do you know why i'm not on the panel do you know why I'm not in this video game competition? Because it's on site. I have no connections. I'm a ghost. I will fuck your shit up. See exactly. who snitches. See. Ian is like the f- like the sixth Mission Impossible movie where they just appear places <laughs> and take people <laughs> out. They just like materialize in the middle of like Great Britain and they're like, oh, assassination. Now we're here. Ready? <laughs> Kill <laughs> some what people. Take off yeah, Alex, this is the second time you've used the French accent during this video call. We suddenly, we're suddenly <laughs> from, we're from, from Cosme and from East Britain. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, that's Jason That was great. Wow, Jason? Mr. Statham? This is the mo- <laughs> this yeah, is yeah, most what is it to you, mate? <laughs> what is it to you? Oh, man, well, I didn't I'm, know you were I'm watching sitting over here <laughs> eating my fish and chips trying to watch Manchester United and you bloke over here are sitting up here <laughs> I love like Blood a, and Truth. Blood and Truth is one of my favorite games. Jason, hello. You know? Close, close your eyes. Is that Jason? I'm from I'm from Cockney. Really? That's not. <laughs> a, I don't know if that's a real place. Ready? Lightning round question. Ready? On three, you're gonna say your answer. Person in OK Beast most likely to murder someone over internet beef. On three, one, two, three. Me. It's Ian me, Brichelle. of course. I'm not a gosh dang. Uh, gosh dang. Now, now, now it's turned into they a southern they accent. Don't, they don't curse <laughs> in Britain. I, I was born in East Britain, but now have migrated <laughs> over to <laughs> the United <laughs> States <laughs> of America. America. Let's get into the news, everybody. Um, we've got one news story this week. Electronic Arts, 
aka EA, says its customers just aren't that interested in Switch versions. Blessing, what are what are your thoughts on this? I, I feel like you you've got you've got something to say. I like how the only news story that we include is the one I'm actually not briefed on. Oh my <laughs> I god! No I don't have no idea what, 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 what's going on here. Um, usually, I'm very in tune with video game news. This is one that I seem to escape me. So um, essentially, people were asking EA why they aren't porting any of their games to the Switch. And Andrew Wilson, the CEO of EA, said, "Quote: Anytime we're evalu- evaluating." platform conversations we are really looking at a couple of things one does the game really fit the profile of that platform in terms of the control or the community's ecosystem and two do we think the community playing on that platform would appreciate the game to go there or would they prefer to play uh somewhere else and then they said that their data essentially shows um quote a great many uh owners of the switch are also owners of xbox and playstation um, and they often choose those platforms over the switch and so that's why they're not bringing their games to Switch. Mm. I mean, what are our thoughts on this? They're the ones with the numbers, and so I can't argue with them. But you're telling me if they didn't br- if they brought the Sims to the Nintendo Switch? That's my thing is like if you brought if you told me like okay, we're going to bring over um I don't know, man, Madden or like the Sims or something to the Switch. I would probably want to play it there over yeah, like other right? platforms. Like, and I get like, like for me, FIFA is a game because I know FIFA was definitely like the inferior version when it came to Switch. And I've heard, I heard a lot about that. Right, as, as somebody who's a fan of FIFA, I would definitely want to play FIFA on the other platforms because I'm looking for the most superior version of that game. But like, I feel like FIFA, Madden, um, like, uh, I guess NBA Live, um, like the FIFA sports games, especially in some in Sims, actually, like those are all games with a large casual fan base yeah the and, sims would be perfect for yeah for and so like I, I like i think with a, with with like especially like a casual fan base right like i don't think they're necessarily paying attention to like um power and like fidelity and stuff as much as like maybe the hardcore fans of these games but i feel i, I feel like for the probably like the largest audience people people would look at sims on the switch and be like like as long as it's not like busted then I'm sure, like I'm, I'm sure those copies would sell, like maybe even more than the other versions. But I don't, I don't like. Once again, they're the ones with the numbers, so maybe they know more than I do. But I don't know. That seems, it seems like a weird, um, weird statement to me. And maybe, maybe they're just basing that number off of FIFA. Uh, but also, FIFA was, as far as I'm, I am aware, it was pretty busted. And so maybe, maybe they're running off of like bad skewed, numbers. Yeah, skewed numbers, maybe. Yeah. This sounds like when a really uh, beautiful person rejects you at the bar and you're like yeah well i wasn't interested anyway whatever i don't Mm. care it's we're not even looking to put any games on your platform Hmm. (laughs) like you know what i mean like it it seems it seems very much like we don't want to put it there because things won't do well but meanwhile like you guys have said they have games that seem to be kind of perfectly suited for the platform so either like blessing said i think the numbers are either holding them back in some way kind of preventing them from really going full charge it's like the sims is on the phone right like isn't yeah. that true like can't you like if it sells well on the Maybe. phone wouldn't it sell equally as or not equally as well but like i'm sure there are tons of casual fans on the switch that um that would love to play that game like on but the also, go. i'm pretty sure like ea i, I want to say ea sports games are on the phone too like i think they're phone versions mm. i know it's not like the same game but yeah, yeah i'm yeah. pretty sure they're like phone versions of like madden ea or whatever um yeah, I yeah. Just, like, don't they have infinite money? Can't they just make another <laughs> skew? Is it really that hard? 
Well, I'm just like, if an indie game that nobody has heard about until it releases on the eShop can do well, like there have been so many like indie success stories coming from yeah. the Switch specifically, then you'd think something like a but household I'll, name like Madden I would do fine. I think it's a different thing though, because with indie yeah. games, right? Like, I think they're working off of different numbers where like an indie game is looking to sell like a couple That's million. That's very true. Different, FIFA, different overhead. Yeah. Like FIFA, they want to sell like, I don't, I don't know how much FIFA usually sells, but like 15 million or something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, that might be too much, but like, I, I know like the, like there are different goals there, but then also like, I know like a lot of indie developers will develop specifically for like, okay, we're going to do switch PC because like, we know like the discover, the discoverability factor is there too, where like people will discover things on the switch eShop because it's not as saturated as the, as steam or the PS4 shop or Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, I could see like, I could see EA being like, okay, well we don't have the same benefit as these indie, indie developers do uh, because like, People don't just like come across Madden on the eShop. Like you know what Madden is, you know what FIFA is, um, and so like we're not necessarily like getting gaining those same benefits. But still, I feel like for games like um, and I don't know, like I want I want to talk about FIFA and Madden. Like they're like they aren't like you know like super graphics intensive games, but like they I mean there's a lot going on I know in FIFA and in Madden like Madden right they have like a physics engine they have all these different systems going on at the same time so it might be a thing where they're like where they're like oh we just don't know how to make this thing run well um but I they doubt have EA, it they have like infinite resources yeah I, but I mean the switch is still like a relatively like new like, I guess well is, is that but the switch has like a ceiling of, of like how far you can go with it mm. um as far as like okay like it is not it is definitely not as powerful as the PS4 or the Xbox One. And so like there's a certain ceiling you can hit with like how uh well we can make these games, right? Um and like I mean The Witcher is coming to the Switch, uh Skyrim is on the Switch. Um I know there are other like I think Wolfenstein and Doom are on the Switch. Like there are big yeah. games on the Switch. Um and I'm and I guess Madden Madden and FIFA and other EA games, I don't know about the Sims, but like um they'll probably fit within within that bar but i know like i don't know fifa and madden still have a lot going on under the hood as far as their systems right and if like if it's, if it's a thing where to make a switch madden or to make a switch fifa or whatever means that you have to like essentially recreate a lot of how these systems work because these these systems are so advanced that like they like they we can only have these specific like the way FIFA functions can only function on the PS4, Xbox One, and PC because of how many things are going on with it. And so to put it on the Switch, we would have to essentially re- rework the system completely. Maybe it's one of those things where they just don't have the, they just can't justify that with the bandwidth that they have with the FIFA team. Mm, yeah. Um. I don't know if that's the case. Um. Especially because I would. Th- I mean, I can look it up right now, but I think there are mobile versions of FIFA. But maybe the mobile version of FIFA sells like hotcakes. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I also, when was the last time I, I just got struck with this thought? When was the last time they put out a new Sims game? They, I think uh, looking here, it says the Sims. I think the last yeah, one was like yeah. Vampires or whatever. Well, the, no, now last they're expansion, on Island Living. It, yeah, it was an oh, it was Island, the Island, Island one. Because I remember I was watching the E3 Abby. stream oh, where they're with showing Abby. Off. Um, uh, no, from you talking about Abby from Giant Bomb? Yeah, Abby from Giant Bomb is the only reason oh, why yeah. I know anything about Sims anymore. <laughs> no, legit, I know she talks about it all the time in the, in the show, but I was, but I was even watching like the EA Play thing mm. when they were like doing like the whole day of like, okay, well, let's go through all these different things, and I tuned in like briefly for the Sims portion, and they were just like doing like, I think it was one dude riding a dolphin, and there was a volcano erupting in the background. And I was like, huh, that seems like Sims. That seems <laughs> delightful. I just off. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, Change. I'm ha- yeah. good for you guys. <laughs> like, I'm happy for this. I kind of want to buy the Sims Four. 
You're already it's playing probably, The Sims, but anime and Fire Emblem. You don't need anything else. You're good. It's I can't build a house in Fire now. Emblem. I mean, I can build a house up, <laughs> but I can't build a house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just get EA access. That is a great idea, Brandon. You know what? It that is such a great idea. Might be the way you know go. what else is a great idea? Getting EA access for free this month with the code. Oh, my God. Shut sponsored up. This week. Okay. When you say shut up, it only empowers me, right? If you let me go does. through the bit and then. It hey, just, man, I'm the one hey who man. edits in the funny music in the background. Speaking I love of, it. Speaking, speaking of true money coward moves. among us. Go on. Speaking of money moves. What, what about money moves? I'm, I'm, I'm trying Design to set you up, Alex. Advanced, I, I thought you were trying to. I thought you were trying to take this one. Oh, you know? I mean, I, I mean, I can. You, you said the segue. I was going to let you have it. Hey, man, you know what? I was going um, to be like, I'm going to be a good team player and let my man dribble the ball up the court. And I'll be over here in the wings waiting for the pass. You know what? Um, that was a sports Ninja, analogy right there, huh? I, I didn't understand. <laughs> I didn't understand the look of it. All I heard was pass. And I was like, all right, I'm going to play, uh, you know, shooting guard. And you can play point guard. Whoa, those are I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what they got. I don't know what either of those people do. <laughs> if you, I, think the, I think the point guard can usually shoot well if NBA 2K is on Point guard, you can carry the ball really well. That's your main job. Can we, okay. can we change a Patreon You're kind of tier? like directing people. You're get, making sure the ball gets into their hands. You're 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 running by, juking people. Yeah. The point, guard can, the point guard in in NBA games can usually shoot threes pretty well. Can, yeah, that too. That's okay. it. Can we please change usually, the Patreon? A lot of them are shorter, and so they have to rely on their yes. shooting and dribbling skills. So, gotcha. Can we, so like, uh, can you um, I please finish this idea of set of four times? It's a dumb wait, joke. I wait, said, can we, please, State, can we please do dude, one Patreon tier where we do one <laughs> physical activity together during Extra Life? I want to play basketball as a, as a website during Extra Life. We can literally, yeah. just, I will we can wreck literally you. just do that for free. I bet. Wait, what did you just say, Alex Van Aken? I will wreck you. You think I don't have basketball, not blood? <laughs> have you seen me? <laughs> what does that mean? You know, I don't know, man. I'm actually pretty trash. You know, Larry Bird is Jewish. I got you, man. You, I mean, y'all don't want to see, see me in soccer, though. <laughs> I'll play soccer. I love soccer, dude. I, dude, I'll, I'll, dude. Mm. Mm. Man, I used to get it in on the soccer field. Let me tell you, I man. used to always have to play on the skins team, and I was really. Dude, I remember I won a soccer tournament for like our our pickup. Uh, like our pickup tournament in middle school one time it was one of the, one of the best one of the greatest feelings in my life because like i got the winning goal and everybody was like oh we didn't believe he could do it <laughs> he did it <laughs> um, you were like ow but yay yeah no yeah because i was the american or whatever um but yeah because i was in nigeria at the time. ah of course um of course yeah i was like so you were like, the oh. american in seattle <laughs> i was like <laughs> oh, playing yeah, with no. canadians <laughs> like <laughs> um but anyway, the segue I was trying to make was that Ninja is leaving Twitch to go stream exclusively on Mixer. Good riddance. What? Things I would have never guessed. Good riddance, you fucking nerd. Yeah, dude. This is like, um, this is like, what's the name of the Golden State Warriors, dude? The one who hates women? Uh, Steph Curry. That Steph one. Cur- so Steph Curry is a point guard, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, okay. See, I know I can make, now I know what a point guard is. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like if Steph Curry was like, I'm taking my talent down to Long Beach. I'm going wait, down wait, why did you re- to the Lakers. Why did you reference another basketball team? <laughs> I don't <movement>? know. <laughs> like literally know. word for word in the press conference about why didn't you just say whatever? Anyway, twi- he's gone. I, my ba- my basketball knowledge is very like just picky. <laughs> and so like I, I I just connect random man shooting a three. That's what I try to do right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. This is our and this is our topic of the show, by the way. It's a slow news. I don't even know if it's a slow, slow news week. We're I don't just know if it's slow news week, but <laughs> we, Twitch has been in the news a lot lately. Yeah, and Ninja is arguably one of their 
biggest is I mean, there, he is I their think. big one of the biggest streamers because like i think i saw somebody i saw somebody tweet yeah he was i saw somebody tweet that like ninja uh twitch's biggest um uh draw or whatever right uh 4.5 million followers on twitter the next like the next person is shroud who has like one point something million Damn, followers really? like yeah, like Ninja is a celebrity. Dude, I go to Walmart and I see Ninja shirts. It's wild. Hey, when you get that middle school market, there's a lot of kids in middle school. I'll say that. <laughs> there's a whole bunch. You've heard the theory, right? There's about, a lot of about kids this whole thing that Microsoft gave them money. Of course. Well, no. That's the theory. theory, bro. I can look at Microsoft's Venmo right now and it's like Venmo $14 billion to this random white ninja. dude. Yeah, like, of course. Are you kidding me? With the emojis of Ninja, Ninja, Ninja money that's it like that's are you kidding me ninja dollar sign no, ninja dollar so the, sign the theory is so ninja used to be a halo pro oh um, i've heard this theory yeah and so i mean it's not i don't think it's a theory i think it's it's really very think, much what is happening really i don't absolutely think so. not absolutely not well, this man is going to be actually, playing whatever game is going to make him the most money once it's fortnite yeah, it's going to be actually, fortnite if tomorrow it's, so it's uh what's it called if it's garfield cart tomorrow you know this man is saying fortnite is the worst game alive eating or crushing up a disc snorting it on stream and playing garfield cart until the next best game comes out this man i actually do like the theory because like, here's the thing on. about theory right the theory well it's less for ninja and more for microsoft right so like the theory yeah, is that yeah. like the theory is for microsoft the theory is that microsoft dropped all this money on ninja to come stream on stream on mixer yeah which does um, multiple things yeah increases one mixer, it yeah. builds up their mixer brand yeah and brings in a flood of new creators to mixer mm-hmm. along with a lot of new viewers yeah and then two he used to be a halo pro and when halo the ne- when halo infinite drops i guarantee it's in his contract he has to play halo yeah. on mixer which they're trying to recreate all of the they're trying to do the Apex Legends effect, the the Fortnite yeah. effect, like except they're this time to they're going all views in. on Halo. Yeah, it's weird. You think that, but it actually in his contract it says that he has to play the remastered Conquer's Bad Fur Day. It's really <laughs> weird. He's got to play that every <laughs> yeah. replayed once. He has a week. to play the next Fable game. <laughs> oh no! Oh man! Um, but yeah. this makes me excited. If if this theory is true, which it kind, I mean, it makes sense. That makes, makes me very makes excited sense. for the next Halo because it means well. Actually, it's either. They're like, we need Ninja to make this successful, or they're like, this game's gonna be great, and we let's make the most out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so. it's just marketing, right? Like, I think anything, yeah. like with any game, no matter how good or bad it is, you want. I know. It. Let me let me dream. They're like, they're in the back. They're like, y'all, this is like, this is gonna change the people's lives. Halo Infinite. <laughs> I'm sorry. And Wait, what do we Alex, need? No, Alex is such stop. in the pocket of my. Is stop. Microsoft paying you? Alex, <laughs> I haven't even played my Xbox in ages. Alex is weird. It says here on your. Profile, I didn't play like, Gears Five on PC though this week. It's very weird. Um, no, Alex, the new Halo is not going to cure someone's polio. It is a video <laughs> game, and it is going to be played by the blue-haired white man on Mixer instead. That's it. It's very cut and dry. Okay. Listen, my grandmother is post polio. She is my grandmother. Halo is one of my favorite games ever. <laughs> There's a connection somewhere. Maybe. I, I thought you were going to be like, well, my grandmother's also a Halo pro. And you know what? It's her, <laughs> and, it's her and Ninja on the same team. No, my, my grandma doesn't play video games, but she's great at Euchre. Shout out to you, grandma. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Patreon supporter grandma for Ninja's on Mixer now. And I was like so curious. I downloaded the Mixer app. I was like, I'm gonna see. I want to see like what his chat is like right now on Mixer. Pog. And I, I tried. Then it makes you log in. I'm like, I type in what I think my because I've made an account before. I was like, you can't use that login anymore. You have to sign in with a gamer tag. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Uh, so <laughs> sorry. Wait, sorry. 
the so real of website in, I was... said no emails here, only <laughs> gamers. <laughs> no gods, no king. And so I was like, only gamers. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to secure it's Van Aken because I don't have that gamer tag. And I don't want to sign in with my ex Van Smack Six X and then try to be talking to friends. And they're like, who is this? So I was like, I'm going to make a new a gamer tag. God. So I type in it's Van Aken. It says, okay. I log into Beast. Mixer and it says at the bottom right, it's Van Aken 11834. And I'm like, I didn't want numbers at the end. And so now I'm like, I have an extra gamer tag for nothing now. I can't use this one. Uh, it, I hate Mixer. Wait, was I this got, a story I got about 5, how, you hate Mixer? how did we get here? I'm so confused. What? I'm saying I, the login process for Mixer is so convoluted. Uh, I don't want to use the platform and it killed yeah, my curiosity. That's my thing. I hate I don't like using the platform either. I don't and I never watched Ninja and so like uh, that's not a thing I'd really worry about. Um I am curious on what the conversion rate is cuz like I'm sure he's going to I'm sure he's going to lose some people. I wonder if it is like he keeps 98% of his audience and they're just on Mixer. Well, I, looked, case, I finally got to look at his page and at like noon he was at like 66,000 followers. That seems low. Seems low. Seems I think low. it was only announced like an hour after that, though. Hmm. Okay. Hour all the kids, all the kids in middle school are still in school. That's why. Wait until five. Once they get PST, out of school, <laughs> once they, they like out. get home, log in. <laughs> once they log I mean, in, it's summertime. But that theory does hold up. Hey, well, everyone, um, every kid that watches <laughs> is in summer school. You know that. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> burn. <laughs> Got him. Once, once they, once they get home and log into TikTok and see the news. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, Ninja did what? <laughs> they log in. That is mom. That is so real. Mom, mom the, mom, the meatloaf. Mom, put away. I don't need to buy bits anymore. Whatever they have on Mixer, just give me that. Just give me that. <laughs> mom, throw Ch- me a yogurt. I, I got I shit to do. I need to change my birthday gift. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my good golly! Wow, no god. Good yeah, no I guess only gamers. I'm interested to see what Mixer does from here on out. You th- do, you, like do I, you guys think it's going to become a competitor to I, like not that it's not already a competitor, but like, a, like that? <laughs> <He's gonna> be, <laughs> um, you can't turn this around on me. <laughs> you said that you did it, not it's, me. It's certainly going to be more competitive now. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think there's going to be a big wave of. I I I think people will follow not like big streamers, but the small streamers will see Ninja go on a mixer, and that validates that platform. And they're like, well, there's less people on there. So maybe I can, you know, less saturation, more chance for me to shine. But wasn't that um, even, even though Ninja's on there now and everyone's gonna be watching him? But but wasn't that it's, the it's whole weird. initial like boost to that platform in the first place? Right, like the first thing was like, oh man, it's not Twitch, right? But then like for whatever reason in my memory, it's always like, oh yeah, well it's not Twitch, meaning there's less people. So the people that are on Mixer and who have developed a following and or are already big, then everyone's just gonna be watching them. Discoverability is even harder when the population on that community is lower if that makes any sense yeah but i think with i think with ninja ninja brings forth like a big audience to mixer that might help out with that maybe yeah. too right when ninja's like, not mi- on because like right now we're gonna look at other streamers yeah because like right now ninja's bringing on audience right but like um he doesn't necessarily bring on like he doesn't as directly bring on streamers but with the audience then comes streamers being like "Ooh, i need to get some of that follow the cash man. i think that's the, yeah. all you gotta do Man, this sucks because I I literally just set up Streamlabs yesterday for Twitch, <laughs> and I was and as soon as I heard this news, I was like, "Ooh, was was that too quick? Was how do too you, quick on the draw? How do you? Well, actually, it's weird because Ninja sent me a personal message. He's like, "Hey, I gotta make 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 some <laughs> leeway for OK Beast guys. You know, I'll I'll dip. It's okay. It's like you know when mm, you go well, to a party and someone's wearing the same shirt as you. You're like, ah, fuck. I got another shirt in my car. Yeah. I'll be right back. This is like going to a party I, with like T Pain there, and T as soon as you get there, T Pain leaves. <laughs> That's what this is. <laughs> I would just like to uh, announce that. 
I will no longer be streaming naked on Omegle. I will be <laughs> switching entirely to chat roulette. What? A, what a, that is Brandon. Were you charging up your key for that joke? Like, like that was so. I've wow, been, man, that was beautiful. Yeah, that's like a sunset. I've been, I've been, been to that's, chat roulette. Uh, Chatroulette.com slash Rebel Red Six. All spelled out. S I S I X. Oh my god! I've been to chat roulette since wow, high school, man. Damn. I saw so many penises on Omegle. <laughs> since I, I, mean, I saw some my friends and I would sit on the couch and we scroll through, and there'd be a guy like jerking and be like, "What's up, dude? <laughs> How are <laughs> you?" And he'd be like, dude, and he'd actually, scroll past actually, real quick." This could be a stir fry thing, but oh I, I remember being on. I think it was chat roulette. Uh, just to see what, what was up just to, and legit just to like. Feel something I'll, again. Yeah, I was like probably like 16 or whatever, so I definitely should have been on there because there are a lot of penises. And I was scrolling through, and I was like, I got to one where it was actually like actual girl from like some country, I don't know. And I was like, huh, I didn't think I'd get this far. And I didn't like. I, I was like, so uh, how are you? I thought you were gonna say, wow, a girl. Legit, no, I saw a girl. And I was like. I didn't know y'all existed on this website. I thought it was a myth. Um, we would all, yeah, we would always be like, just like memeing against like the really creepy dudes. Like they pop <laughs> up and be like, what's up, dude? And they get uncomfortable and leave. But one time uh, this dude was doing his thing and we we're like, what's up, dude? And he was like, hey. And then he kept going and we we're like, oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and we instantly clicked off and like screamed and like ran off. It was one of those moments where you have to get up off the couch because you're so cringeworthy and you have to like run around the room to like get the energy out, the bad energy. It was one of those instances. I'm never going on this website again. What you're saying is, okay, okay, be sex for life. We hidden up that chat roulette. We hidden up that Omegle. If we, if we, I'm pretty sure we can't show that. If we get a thousand dollar donation. We will be hitting up Omegle and chat roulette on live on the air. Oh man! Blessing is still laughing. Alex, 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 yo, Alex, Alex just shared that like a grown man just jerked it to, to underage him and his friend on the internet, and like, yeah, no, that's gonna be that. Can we, can we, can we clicked we, off. That's that's the most important. So part did of the he? Story. No, jeez. <laughs> I like yeah, it. I guess that is creepy. Uh, he, shoot. Yeah, is there that, a way to turn that into creepy. a thumbnail? Yeah. Hmm. I was 18, I think, actually. <laughs> it was legal. Mm-hmm. We're all good. Um, <laughs> I like I think that the more we do stir fry, the more it is currently it's bleeding into everything. Like the more I think oh, it's like a shoot. disease. The more we do stir fry, the more it seeps slowly into the other facets. It grows of our and brain. spreads. Yeah, and which the crazy thing is that we start talking talking about video games more and more on stir <laughs> I'm fry. I'm sorry, what? What's the last word you said? You shut up turkey. Man, you know, every time we start talking about them video games, huh? <laughs> hey man, don't make fun of my heritage, right? I'm from central Illinois. Leave me alone. Turkey <laughs> is a word, really? No. Oh, okay. like, no, he said twerking. Oh, well, this is gonna be twerking on chat roulette. And East hey, Britain, we call it tucking. Oh. Sitting here with my fish my... and chips in my point. Raw oi. <laughs> Let's get into the listener questions. Of course, if you want to hit us up, you can of course do that on Twitter at OKBeastNow. Or if it's a longer, uh, longer question, email us hello at okbeast.com. Um Pixel Brave asks, if OK Beast was a house and fire emblem, what would it be like? Um Angry and horny. The so yes. And um what would our like house sigil be? Would it just be the beast? Oh yeah. Would yeah. would 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 we be the um uh what's another word for it? Uh what's the color? 
I'm thinking a like, creature. No, it, well, because all the naming conventions are like color thing, color thing, and they already Turquoise. have the black eagles. So I was thinking of like, uh, what's? I like the color teal. Well, I was thinking the crimson beasts. Seafoam green. Ooh, I do love crimson. The crimson seafoam green, though. What are some other intimidating yet awkward colors? Like, what would you never uh, wear? A nice mint. The mint, mint beast. Absolutely not. <laughs> I veto. How about um, how about garnet? The garnet beasts. Cerulean. The c- Shout out oh, to Garnet nope. Lee. Done. The Cerulean yeah. Beast is definitely. I like Cerulean. Oh, Cerulean Beast. Yo, and yo, artists out there. Yo, my man who made the Tover watch. You hear me out there in the internet? That's the next. The next <laughs> Chris season. Nelson. Chris, I know, I know, but I can't ever talk about his real name because this man made Tover watch real and he is, he is, he's changed forever. He is, in my ascended. Life. he is now ascended to my main man, Tover watch. Chris, oh, if man. you can hear me in the, in the ether, in the void, out in the art world. Please make the Cerulean Beast. Please. That seems like really hard work. Don't this man pressured. made Toverwatch in 34 seconds. <laughs> like, he's got so, talent. There you have it, Christian. We are the Cerulean Beasts. What would it be like? I think Keylock. It was, wait, well, the main question was, what would we oh, be Oh, yeah, like? what would we be like? I'd be chill. Are we the weed house? <laughs> I would be really chill. chill and then like 5% cool of the time, I'd have a moment where like I had to get out all my energy and I'd be hyper for like five minutes and I'd sit back on the couch and you know just chill. You know what I mean? Okay. What about you, Brent? Are Brent, are you our teacher? That's what I. That, that's how it goes every day for me. So nothing else would change. What would your tragic backstory be, Alex? I don't have a tragic backstory. Is it that you a man once nakedly <laughs> masturbated to you, and that's <laughs> what brought you to <laughs> to the house? That's exactly my backstory. How's it going? That's exactly my backstory. Brandon, what's your? What are you teaching uh, at our um at our school? Are you teaching spears, bows, swords, axes? Magic. Uh, how to click next on Omegle. Uh, of course. So you're definitely teaching Spears. Man, uh, how much video game criticism have we done on the show, do you think? <laughs> what? How much like video game critique and like impressions have we actually like done on the show? I've sh- never talked on about this a video episode. game once on the show. <laughs> never in my entire life. I'm definitely I'm definitely an axe boy. No, I'm a gauntlet guy, because now there's gauntlets in the game. I'm gauntlets. Uh, I'm very sleepy. I love cakes. My tragic backstory is uh, that my dad secretly uh, killed the previous ruler of the empire. Ooh, that's good. I actually would be an archer because in real life I was an archery contest and won third place. Alex, so I, have, I, I have, why is that it contest every time? was at Buffalo Wild Wings? I was in an archery wait, contest. Wait, 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 wait! Oh, no, Brandon, oh, hold up. That can't Can be we just real. Talk about, no, 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 no. I was, Stop everything. There, Brandon, be real with me. Be honest with me. Is that real? Yes. Is what real? There was an archery that, contest in the backyard of the Buffalo Wild Wings that Alex was brought no, to. That's not real. Okay. I was about I'll, to leave. I was dude, I was in an RP contest and I won. I just try to mix place. some of these things together. Like, okay, okay. like it was it was a modern warfare themed archery event at Buffalo Wild Wings. Did I mix them all together? <laughs> that there? sounds like Alex, something I would go the to. South yep. is, the South is wild, man. Yeah, it is. <laughs> God. Bless him. I was in an archery contest and I won. Third, Third place. place. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite quote ever. Blessing, what, what weapon would you be from Fire Emblem? And what would your tragic backstory um, be? I don't know what weapons they got in Fire Emblem, but I guess um, like a sword, sword whip, like for what Ivy has in uh, Soul Calibur. They're swords. Okay. They're swords. Brandon? Do they have sword whips? No, no definitely no not. Sword whip. I'm going to make a sword whip as a special weapon. All right, deal. And then, Brandon, what's your weapon? And what's your tragic backstory? My my backstory is nothing but happy. 
Dang. You know what I'm saying? So you have there's a, no there's no sadness. So you have a whole house full of depressed people that that apparently smoke weed and have sword whips, and you're just hanging out. Yeah. Nice. We're the tired house. That's us. Keylock asks, "Do you feel baited and switched by Wolfenstein's gameplay changes being more loot oriented, XP and mission based instead of linear narrative?" Yes and no. I feel I I feel I guess I feel baited and switched. Yes, but not in the most horrible of ways. Like I feel like going into this game, I had no idea that this is what what it was going to be. And maybe I just didn't pay attention to the advertising enough or the marketing enough. Or maybe they didn't market it because I know people were taking off or people were uh, taking by surprise when it did come out and it did end up being this. Um, and so, yeah, I do feel somewhat baited and switched that it wasn't like more of a linear like Wolfenstein, the new Colossus type of experience uh, with a co-op partner. Um, that said, now that I've actually played more of it, like even though I do feel somewhat bait and switched, I feel like it wasn't i feel like it wasn't like egregious like it wasn't like the worst bait and bait and switches you could do like it wasn't like a no man's sky situation where they're like i don't know is there multiplayer and then you get the game and you're like there's no multiplayer in the, in this <laughs> um i don't feel like it's that situation i don't even feel like it's a uh fallout 76 situation well actually i i guess fallout 76 wasn't really a bait and switch i think that was just like unfortunate um but yeah i i don't know it's yeah but yeah. Dylan Jones asks, rank your Fire Emblem husbands. Listen, I don't have Fire Emblem husbands. I've just got Manuela, you know? <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't got no husbandos. I just got That's I, my person. I got Manuela. I don't I hot hot take. It's not a hot take, it's just my opinion. I'm not really feeling many of the husbands yet. The husbandos. Husbandos. And, and Fire Emblem. I like Claude. Seems cool. It's the only one in there. Um, let's look it up. Fire Emblem. All the others just seem houses. like poopy. I've never heard of a cool dude named Claude. He's cool. He's the he's only cool. brown dude in the game, Blessing. Oh, if he's brown named Claude, no, I, then yeah. I okay, lied. I Actually, there's that. two. It's him and um, Dedoy or whatever his name is. I'm in that game? Yeah, Dedoy. Nice. All right, here. So the dude characters we got, let's see. Hmm. Uh, all the male characters that are teachers are trash. Um, yep. Black Eagles. Oh, who's the dad? The dad of the protagonist is cool. Oh, oh, uh, what's his name? Geralt. It's literally um, the Witcher dude, but with blonde hair, pretty much. Yeah. His character. He's cool. Get, I like yep. him. I t- Geralt, or Geralt, or whatever his name is, is good. Jaritza, that's that's Bay. Jaritza. Um, let's see. So, hmm. Uh, Ferdinand looks good, but he's a trash person. Um, Lindhart is up there because he's a sleepy boy. Uh, let's see. Everyone in the blue lines is trash. Garbo, Raphael, because he's a big boy. Um, and then not look at the antagonist. That's a spoiler. Um, that's it. Number one. Uh, number one is Jaritza. For our Geralt and Jaritza are my number ones. And then number two would be, um, Lindhart. If we're doing top three, I would say Geralt, Geralt, Claude. Yeah, Claude hot. Geralt Cla- twice. Claude hot. True. Only two people I care about. Um, Alex Felker asks, do you think Mixer should be more platform agnostic and allow itself on PS4? This is the only place, this is the, this is the once place Twitch has a sizable leg up. The only place, there's a typo, only place Twitch has a sizable leg up. Thoughts. Um, Um, so I think what he means is that there's not a Mixer app on PS4, because you can like stream, you can stream stream through your computer to Mixer, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can do PS4 that way? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't yeah, think it's, so a it's just an app. Yeah. Yeah. I like, think it'll come. 
Yeah, I don't. Mm. I don't think it'll come. Mm. No. Um, but like I, Minecraft is on PS4. Yeah, but Minecraft was already on PS4 when they or I don't, I can't remember when Microsoft bought Minecraft. But even even then, like Minecraft is going to be everywhere because it's Minecraft. Um, hey man, I, with Ninja on the team, who knows? I don't. Where Mixer goes. I I don't. I do not. I because I think PlayStation <laughs> would be the one to be like, no, nah, we don't want your app here. Um, I'm sure Microsoft would love to put Mixer on the PS4. I don't think PlayStation would want Microsoft to put their their own stuff on there. Um, but like, I also don't think that it matters really because like, I think the people like professional streamers and like, I feel like anybody that's streaming seriously is doing it through their laptop anyway um and like don't aren't using like the platform um native like platform native way of streaming um and so i think for like the audience that it matters for it really doesn't matter that it's not on ps4 i i I tend to agree i don't think it's a huge deal but i'm of the opinion it will come to ps4 eventually like a couple years down the line i don't know i don't know uh (laughs) dylan tierney asks uh will blessing play fire emblem three houses no, no, I won't. You're a hater. No, I mean, I think, I think, I think it's a great game. Just judging from what people were saying, I just don't like strategy games. That's fair. Mm, That's fair. I know. Yeah. It's <laughs> Alex is like me. The thing either. is, like, and like the thing is, like everything else about Fire Emblem seems like my jam. As somebody who likes Persona and like who who likes that sort of like like the, especially the dating aspects and all that stuff, mm-hmm. right? Like that's like specifically my jam. Um, it's just like the strategy gameplay that like. I can't really wrap my mind around. How so? Like, what about know, it? That's like, because it's not like Persona in the same way where like there's weapon weaknesses or whatever. Because I think they got rid of the weapon triangle this time around. Um, but it is it is actually a lot more complex than Persona in a lot of ways. So mm-hmm. if you're not into well, that I sort mean, of what experience, I, yeah. yeah, I don't. Think when I, I say Persona, do. I mean like the characters and the story yeah. and like the style and all that stuff. But like, yeah, like Persona, like a JRPG I can get into as far as like turn-based stuff. Like that stuff I'm very fine I mean, this with. Is also turn, this is also turn-based. Yeah. But it is like, it is strategy though, right? Where you're like, you're placing troops, you're like trying to organize um, and like attack in a certain way, right? Kind of. I mean, it's very similar to Final Fantasy Tactics Advance where there's like a giant board and you start on like the bottom right side of the map and then like you have an objective of like kill the boss or move this item or whatever. And you have, you have a team of like six to eight people. Um, I probably should have explained this when we were actually talking about the game and, and stopped talking <laughs> about Manuela the whole time. Why is her name Manuela, by the way? Can we talk about that? Why? Oh, man. Apparently, there's a clock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah apparently. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so your your objective pretty much is to like organize your troops and move them across the map in a way that um, finishes that objective, essentially. Um, it's, it's very Persona-like insofar as you have to move units and like organize them, right? Like if you have, you give your units certain items in persona then they can block um and reflect certain types of magic and attack or whatever and some units are strong to other things it's the same concept in in fire emblem in a lot of ways you're just moving them on a larger board the only difference is yeah you move their position yeah hmm. like, kind of like chess actually yeah. if you think about it yeah and that's my thing is like i know like a lot of strategy games are similar to chess but there's something about because i love chess right yeah there's something about like strategy games that like i usually like try to jump in and i just can't like i just don't find myself Gravitating towards it. it maybe 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 it's the onboarding process that like never really like I, i'm never able to get past that but that onboarding process of learning the rules and all that stuff because there tends to be i feel like there tends to be a lot more rules and strategy games than in other games uh because you have to like learn how to actually like play the game and learn how to play the game well to where like i'd like at a certain point i just get like i don't feel like learning a whole new type of system um but who knows maybe like maybe i don't know i like i like um dark or um Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist of the Roses, which not, now that I think about it, it's kind of 
not similar at all, but it is like strategy. It's like a strategy yeah. game, right? Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. strategy in a different way, right? Planning out moves. Yeah. And like that. I know it's like a completely like different rule set, but like it is kind of a strategy game. And so like, I don't know, like stuff like that. Yeah. But like, I, once you I learn know. one strategy game, you learn a lot of it. Uh, yeah. Maybe, it kind of transfers over. Oh man. Maybe, maybe that's what I need to do. Maybe I just need to learn one and then it'll start clicking. Yeah, um, but I tried out play XCOM because eighty percent of all the strategy games are always a reference to XCOM. I tried XCOM two because I think it was free on PS Plus, mm. and I immediately was just like, "I'm good." Bless. How about mm. this for extra life? I'll bring my squanch, and I'll try and sell you on the game in thirty mm. minutes. My thing is, I think you could, but like, I don't think it would work though. Like, because I, I've, I've wanted to like get into strategy games. Is my thing. Like, I bought Into the Breach. I got um. What's the game that came out this year? War or something? War, War Groove. War Groove. Um, I have a lot of and I played with that like game though. So I I'm not I played surprised. like the first like four or five stages of War Groove, mm-hmm. and at a certain point, I was just like, I my brain just doesn't click with this stuff. Well, I feel like also the reason why it's not clicking is, I mean, you're a smart guy. You like all of the ingredients, right? I think that it's like mm-hmm. a lot of the times I feel like with you, if things are not explained well or like kind of told to you up front, then you get frustrated. And I'm like mm-hmm. most people. Right. But if I'm sitting there telling you, yeah, this doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. This is what it, this does. You should worry about it. I feel like that would be a lot more enjoyable than you mm-hmm. just sitting there like looking up. You're like, because I know you're not someone who likes to wiki dive on shit and like look at like what is relevant and what's not and what should you do and what you shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like the I like the figuring out process of things. I don't like looking things uh, things up. And I guess the problem for me with War Group was that like at a certain point I was just like I don't know. Like I understand how to play this game. Mm. I don't know how this game wants me to play this game. Yeah. Like as far as like strategizing and placing troops and like where exactly like how do I go about attacking in a smart way while also defending in a smart way. Mm. Like the game doesn't necessarily teach all that, but it does teach like okay, what do troops do? What do like how many spaces can you move your troops? What is like the goal of the game? Like all that I was like I understand, mm. but like how do you like how am I supposed to play? And that was the thing that I feel like that's the beauty of strategy games. Is figuring that stuff out. You yep. develop yeah. your strategy. Hmm. You got to figure that stuff out, and you you're generally very bad for a long time. At least in my case. Gotcha. I don't know. Uh, not for everybody. Mm. Last question: Alec Bobco asks, "Who's your favorite party member from your Fire Emblem playthrough so far?" I'm only on the second mission for Blue Lion, and my favorite is Annette. She's crazy good for magic, and I had no idea she was a crit machine. Just an FYI, upgrade her to a monk. She is OP that way. Damn, she OP. I like Petra on my my team. Alex, you want a spoiler or not a real spoiler, a mechanical spoiler? Uh, sure. Use her. Oh, <laughs> she, she has the strong. She's like one of the top five best character growth characters in the game. Yeah, she seems cool. Yeah. Um, favorite character in my group. Hmm. I really like uh, Leone. I think is her name. She's she's got red hair. She's got a lance. Um. I really like who else? Ignatz. This man's got an awful ass name, but I like his design. I can't stand him. I just killed him in my fight. Well, it was a mock battle. Yeah. So, but I, no, you I murdered took him. No, you it. stabbed him. You killed him. I outright. took pleasure in it. Um, I feel like all my favorite characters in Fire Emblem are not in my house. I feel like I'm choosing the uh, what was that movie where there's a bunch of nerds. And they're going against Lord of the Flies. No, the other one. Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, I feel like I'm the Revenge of the Nerds Spy house, kids. and I'm like just gonna slowly um, cripple the other houses by stealing their best units. So like right now, I'm in the process of getting um, Mercedes 
from or Mercedes or whatever. Um, so I would say my favorite units are Mer- Mercedes, uh, Leone, and we'll say Raphael. Those are my three favorites. There you go. There you go. Uh, that's going to do it for this week's show. This has been OKB's OK podcast, episode 153. Of course, if you want to talk to us on Twitter, you can talk to me at It's Van Aken. Blessing is at Blessing Junior. That's Blessing JR. Ian is at Ian Why Not. And Brandon is at Rebel Red Six. Six is spelled out. And of course, keep up with all the content in an easy way at OKBeast OK now, Facebook.com slash OKBeast. OK uh, don't forget review, subscribe on iTunes, Patreon.com slash OKBeast, OK all that fun stuff. That's going to do it this week, guys. Say goodbye to the people. Uh, to Bye. the people. Deuces. Uh,